real kings over here. I only deal with real kings over here. So tell me what you see now. Coming down the lane off the rebound. It's 916 now. Look toward the sky like the beam now. Tell them like the beam, like the like the beam now. You can tell them, you can tell them like the beam. Royal Rebounds TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stands. For laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. Kings win tonight, 128-127 over the LA Clippers, the team with the worst name and the worst mascot in the NBA. Calvin, it is, what's today, Friday? Kings win, five-game winning streak, Deer and Fox, eight games in a row, 30-plus points. I'm feeling amazing. How are you? I'm feeling amazing as well. The streaks are alive and well. As people are pointing out, my hair is down. I have the chain on. I am now going to wear a De'Aaron Fox jersey until the 30-point streak ends. Wow. Okay. I feel like I'm playing King's Cup or something. I got so many <laughs> rules to abide by before every show here. Where's your drink at? I don't have one today. <laughs> oh, man. We need to get a new server can't, in Can't here. play King's Cup without a drink, this I guess. This server is absolutely right? slacking. But, hey, no Kawhi Leonard tonight. No Zubats. No Marcus Morris. Sacramento Kings win. De'Aaron Fox returns uh, from the injury. He played amazing. Uh, but I want to give a shout-out to all my Kings fans here in the chat on YouTube. Rodders, Jesus, Mike is here, Pika House, Jim, Gothin, Christine, D-Fox Collector, Rodders, uh, wow, Charlie is here. Lee is here. We got a bunch of people here in the chat. JN, Makami, uh, Greg, Roger. Shout out to you all and everybody else that I miss. We appreciate you all and thank you so much for joining in. Alfie Man is here. Raider Nightmare 916 is here. Uh, so shout out to all my Kings fans out there. And guys, don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Calvin and I are just here for fun, uh, and we hope you're having a good time. So please, we get paid in likes. Unless you want to subscribe to the channel, unless you want to become a member of the Royal Family, it's $1.99 a month, and it, uh, it comes with a lot of cool features. So please, please, please uh, support the channel any way that you can. Calvin, how many likes until we light the beam today? We'll go 40 likes today. 40 likes. Wow. I'm giving it to him easy. Sounds like a deal. Right? Guys, I want to see the beam lit, so please smash up that like button. Let's get that beam lit. Calvin, the Kings lit up the Clippers tonight. <laughs> Paul George tried his hardest, but the dude's forehead is so small, man. <laughs> Tell me your first thoughts on the game. My first thoughts on the game are, man, this would be quite the entertaining first-round playoff series, would it not? I, I don't know if any, everybody's... Uh, blood pressure and hearts would survive a seven-game series between these two teams. Last two games have been decided by one point apiece. It took two overtimes to decide the, the first one, or the most more recent one. Um, this was just another grinded-out Kings win. I, I mean, this yep. team, these two teams are actually fairly evenly matched. Like, they go about 
how they w- try to win games differently. Um, but in terms of personnel, they both like to play smaller lineups. They're both, you know, relatively aggressive and like to get out and run. The Clippers shoot a ton of threes. The Kings are not shy at shooting threes either. A lot of points scored. Uh, th- this was just a a gutsy win again from Sacramento. And for the Clippers now, this is their fifth straight loss. Yeah. They I just they're such a good team. They they've had a really really rough stretch right here and for the Kings to have two 1-point victories in a week on them, that is devastating. Dude, three of their starters this week weren't even on the team 3 weeks ago. No, I know, but still they're an incredibly deep team. Yeah, they have they've no chemistry. Got, they had I a back to back last night. I wouldn't Kawhi, say they have no chemistry. Kawhi said he was going to play back to backs. He lied. They had a back-to-back last night. That, that's a big issue for them, right? Obviously, right? Yeah. I mean, they Best have ability to be. is availability. Yes, definitely. Definitely. It is. it is. Shout out to Jay here. Double O is here. Good to see you guys. Uh, Calvin, Nick is here early on Twitter Spaces. If you guys want to join in, if you want to have your voice heard, uh, we're live on Twitter right now via Twitter Spaces, so go ahead and join us there. Uh, Nick. Appreciate you. Uh, we got to finish talking a little bit about the game and go over to the box score before we get to you, but we appreciate you as always. Hopefully Nick didn't eat any pizza today because <laughs> the Kings have been absolutely killing it when Nick doesn't eat pizza. So uh, I, I think we found a, a new streak to go with. Uh, but, hey, let's go ahead and dive here into the box score. Domas Sabonis, 35 minutes of action, 10 of 13 from the field, 3 of 3 from the free throw line, including two clutch free throws late in this game uh, to uh, give the Every free throw was clutch in this the game. The lead. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. Ten rebounds for him, uh, seven assists, a steal, a block, three turnovers, only two personal fouls tonight for Domas. So really, really good to see that. The refs weren't calling anything in the second half of this game. Yeah, so, it was weird. They were calling everything in the first half yeah, and then nothing in the second half. Yeah, super crazy. They must have got a memo from the NBA at halftime or something <laughs> like that. Must have. But 23 points for him tonight, another double-double. Harrison Barnes. 37 minutes of action. Dude, 20 points on 11 shots for him tonight. 6 of 11. He's been shooting the ball incredibly well as of late. Not well from the three-point line tonight. Only, or 0 of 3. But 8 of 8 from the free throw line. 7 rebounds for him. Uh, Keegan Murray, 33 minutes of action. 5 of 10 from the field. 4 of 9 from three-point range. 5 rebounds tonight. 14 points. A steal. Did not play in crunch time. We'll talk about that later on the show. Deer and Fox. 34 minutes of action, 12 of 22 from the field, 1 of 5 from three-point range, 8 of 8 from the free throw line. Calvin, free throws, huge, as you mentioned, for the Sacramento Kings tonight. 33 points, that's right, eight games in a row of 30-plus points. That's the second longest streak in the NBA this season and the longest active streak for a Kings player in the Sacramento era. Seven rebounds, seven assists, and a steal for him tonight. Only two turnovers. Kevin Herter, he's back, Calvin. Red Velvet is back. 22 <laughs> minutes of back. action. Six and nine from the from the line, or sorry, from the field. Three of four from the three-point line in three of three from the free throw stripe. 18 points for him tonight. Trey Lyles, 10 points off the bench. Two points for Metu. Four points for Davion. Uh, And then my guy Malik Monk, four points for him off the bench. But eight, I repeat that, eight huge assists tonight for Malik Monk. Calvin, what stands out most to you? Uh, In the box score, I mean, I think the 
the fact that all five starters were in double figures stands out the most to me. You know, this is Keegan Murray's been playing really, really well as of late. Harrison Barnes, his scoring has started to come on as well. And now, like you mentioned, Kevin Herter is also giving them the offense. His three-point shot looking much, much better. Yep. Uh, this is has been, you know, the best, one of the best, if not the best starting lineup in the NBA all season. They've played the most minutes as a starting unit in the NBA this year. This is what's going to, to drive them, right, with Sabonis and Fox being uh, the heads of the snake, of the Hydra, if you will. Yeah. Uh, do the Clippers not have the worst name in the NBA? <laughs> worst team name, <laughs> the, right? They do until we get to the Timberwolves, and then it'll be them, right? Uh, the Timberwolves is not bad. But worst, I mean worst mascot, worst team name. Yeah, that's Clippers. <laughs> it's straight up. Worst mascot. What is their mascot, by the it's way? It's a bird. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Did you look that up? No, no, I've seen it. What's its name? I don't know what its name is. Clip? I have no idea. Okay. If anybody knows. Because the Clippers are, are boats, right? So yeah. the team is named after boats. Yeah. Uh, Condor is Interesting. a suggestion. Shout here. out to I don't Fred. know if that's the name or the type of bird. but Anyways, worst, worst team name in the NBA, in my opinion. Kenny the Condor. There you go. <laughs> I knew somebody would know out there. EJ just left the game. Shout out to EJ. Hopefully you had a, a fun time. I heard this was a, a record tying attendance tonight at Golden One Center. So that is yeah. definitely exciting. Uh, I think it's going to be record tying or record breaking just about every home game for the rest yeah. of the year. Yeah. I mean, we can't wait to go to a game. Yes. Um, and guys, to all my Kings fans out there, hopefully you guys can make it to a game this season because things are incredible at the moment. And hey, Get yourself a light to beam t-shirt at royalrebounds.com. Rock it at the game and send us a picture. Tag us in a post. We will definitely retweet that. But, hey, into the team stats here. Uh, the worst team name in the NBA, uh, they shot 54% from the field. The Kings shot almost 53%. Uh, 30% from three-point line for the Kings as opposed to 34% for the Clippers. The Clippers were shooting horrible from three-point range. Uh, for the beginning of the fourth quarter until Paul, Paul George went crazy yes. and started making a bunch of shots. I believe they were one for ten at one point. Uh, and then, what, uh, Robert Covington hit two threes in a row. Then Paul George went crazy to bring them back into the game. It wasn't enough. They needed some Kawhi, and Kawhi was resting on the bench tonight because he doesn't play back-to-back, -back, so shout-out to him. Uh, free throws. The Kings shot, Calvin, 26 free throws tonight. Guess how many they made? All 26. 26. 100%. All 26. From the free throw line. That's it. Mike Brown, no laps tomorrow for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, no sprints. Uh, dude, this is what we've been waiting for. And it made uh, a difference in this game. Oh, the free throw shooting? Yeah. Yes. Not the yeah, wind yeah. sprints. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> we've been waiting to do suicides? 70% uh, from the free throw stripe for the Clippers tonight. That's a big difference in the game. Uh, they shot 27 attempts, missed 19. Kings out-rebounded the Clippers tonight, 45-32. to 32. No Zubats. Definitely helped the Kings out there. Only 26 assists tonight for the Sacramento Kings. Interesting, interesting number. Uh, steals, 7 for the Clippers, 3 for the Kings. Blocks, 3 for the Clippers, 2 for the Kings. 11 turnovers tonight for the Kings as opposed to only 7. Only 7 turnovers tonight for the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, much different script in the last game. But same yes. result, Calvin. Kings win by one. 12 fast break points tonight for the Kings as opposed to 17 for the Clips. Uh, and then points in the paint, pretty even. 58 for the Kings, 56 for the Clippers. Calvin, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on all these team stats? 
Well, I, I think the things that stand out the most to me are free throws and, and rebounding. Like you said, took advantage of the fact that Zubats hasn't wasn't playing again. Uh, nine offensive boards, and, and you know won the rebounding battle as a whole. And then uh, obviously they needed every single last one of those twenty six free throws to pull this one out. Uh, Jesus says, "Somebody answer me, please." He wants to know where the bouncer is, and I, I wish I had an answer for you, Jesus. I, <laughs> I don't know how many times I've said that. Yeah, the bouncer's clocking in late. Uh, he what? He messaged us. He said he wasn't going to be here. Then he said he was going to be here. Yeah, he's. I don't know. He's got some. He's a busy guy. We some appreciate scheduling the conflicts in, yes. in everything yes. that he does for the channel here. But hey, <laughs> Alpha Man late. says he's in the bathroom. Yeah, he's probably likely. In the bathroom. Likely guess. Yeah, shout out to Dylan for joining in, and Lane is here, guys. Three more likes, and we smash the beam button. That's right. Just like you guys should smash that like button and that subscribe button. Calvin, let's talk about Deer and Fox. Let's talk about it. I want to talk about Deer and Fox. First game back from the injury. You said he was he only resting. missed one game. Yeah, you said he was resting. <laughs> uh, I mean, come on. Yeah. Was he not? I mean, you can get rest when I'm you're injured. I'm sure his wrist was sore. Oh. I'm sure it was. All right, well, I'll give you the floor. Tell me about Deer and Fox. <laughs> How did he look tonight? He looked fantastic. Uh, this guy has literally taken it to another level. Uh, I mean, we've said that, I feel like, every year for the past couple of years, just the team success wasn't there. Yep. Now the team success is there, and he's becoming an even better player. Made the all-star team. He's even better than the guy that made the all-star team <laughs> as, a, as an injury replacement just a couple weeks ago. He's much better than that. Yeah. Would you Would you agree? Oh, I mean, he's, I mean, he's he, playing great. Other than Damian Lillard, he's had by far and away the best month of February in the, in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Other than Mike Brown. Well, but we'll talk about yes, that. Yes, uh, other than Mike Brown. We'll talk but, about that. Um, I, I can't see how many likes are up there, Calvin. Did we reach the number? I think we're there. You should. You set a pretty low standard tonight. Uh, well, you know, I want to be. Oh, wow. Thank you, Jay. What did Jay say? Says I have immaculate teeth. I'm not showing you the bottom teeth though; those are messed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the top. I thought he was going to say something teeth. about the hair. <laughs> that comment caught me off guard, man. I did set the bar low, but I mean, come on, five straight. What is it? Five straight wins. Five six in a straight row. Wins. Five in a row. Six um, is tomorrow, Kevin. Six is tomorrow. Yeah. You know we're celebrating, so light the fucking beam, bro. All right, Kings Jesus, here we go. Light the beam. Fire the laser. <laughs> All right, look at that purple beam into the sky. That is so beautiful. Look at that thing. Wow. How tall is it? We still need to figure out from Nick. He was going to ask and see how tall. One day, Nick will let us know. Is. One day. Man, it is so, so great. Light the beam, and it's so pretty. I can see it. I can see it. But, yeah, De'Aaron Fox has been playing incredibly, incredibly well, Calvin. Uh, I mean, what's the biggest difference? Like, what have you noticed? Like, what is he doing differently? Because a lot of people, I mean, early on in the career, right, people are like, oh, he needs to work on the three-point shot. Tonight he shot one of five from three-point range. He's still, he's getting his points. He's getting assists. He's getting wins. Like, he, he just looks like a totally different player. He does look like a totally different player. I, I think he's doing it for his baby, as Lane says, which, Courtside. you know, you can't argue with that. Courtside baby. Um, I, I d we kind of talked about this a couple of shows ago. It, I wouldn't say that there's necessarily one thing. Like, he has improved parts of his game every year, right? I mean, the three-point shot is still not great, but it, it has slowly improved. He's actually a much better three-point shooter this year in the fourth quarter. He's a 
the king of the fourth quarter yep. in the NBA. But percentage-wise, he's definitely uh, doing really much better from three. Uh, he's up to the free throw percentage, even though it kind of slid there a little bit, dropped under 80%. Overall, he's been much, much better at that. I think his understanding of the game, his understanding of how to use his speed too, right? Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, if you're the fastest player in the NBA, you can fly around, you can get to the basket no matter what. But to me, it's the ability to decelerate. The fact that he gets off those floaters, nobody even comes close to blocking his shot when he's in the paint because he's able to speed people up and then slow down and there's no sticking with that absolutely not and that's why he gets to the free throw line more this year as well percentage wise he's the best finisher at the rim in the nba he's the best uh, percentage shooter in the in the restricted area we're talking about a six foot three guard here like that's incredible um so I, i think it's all of those things combined with the fact that he finally got players around him to unlock his true potential you know, it, he doesn't have to do everything from the first quarter on. We've been critical of him in the past this season for not getting it going earlier in the game. Mm-hmm. But it, it is so true that they – this the fourth quarter is his quarter, and that is where he shines the brightest. And he's able to do that now because of the supporting cast that was built around him. He didn't have that in years past. Yeah, I think that as strange as this may sound for the fastest guy in the NBA, the game has slowed down for him yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. He's a lot more aggressive. He's looking to get to the line. He's not looking to just draw contact, but he's finishing through contact with his huge. He's making free throws. Obviously, making some threes helps because people have to guard him at the three-point line, which allows him a little bit more space to blow past people. But you're right. It's bringing in other guys that compliment him. The, the Kings have been shooting incredibly from the three-point line this season. It's just been incredible which allows more spacing for him having a big like Sabonis that can pass the ball uh, and is not stranded on the three-point line has been absolutely huge for De'Aaron Fox but hey uh, he's he's growing he's blossoming right in front of our eyes so yes shout out to De'Aaron Fox he is doing an incredible incredible job we've got a couple questions here in the chat Uh, somebody asks if there's many Kings fans here in Hawaii Calvin they're not I've been seeing a lot more Kings jerseys lately. Kings hats. Well, the bandwagoners are out. (laughs) That's what happens when you start winning games. Guys, there's not a lot of people that live here on Maui. (laughs) There's really not. The majority of the people that we see, that we interact with, they come and go every single week. But, hey, the Kings doing well, the Kings winning basketball games is definitely, definitely making uh, people more likely to wear Kings jerseys, Kings hats, Kings gear. So I've been seeing yes. a lot more. And somebody that said Hawaii is Lakers territory, that made it might have been true a couple years ago, but I do not see any Lakers gear anywhere, Calvin. It is still uh, mostly Laker territory. I would say the Warriors are right there also, though. There's a lot yeah, of Warriors. Most annoying fan well. base in the NBA. Yeah. Second to the Clippers, I would say, probably. Yeah. But, I mean, at least they have a good team name. Oh, well, no, the now they have a good team. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking the about the Clippers. The Warriors. I can't yeah. talk too much yeah. smack about the Warriors. I know there's probably a bunch of Warriors fans in here. Uh, but, hey, yeah, we love the Kings. We love the Kings. We love the Kings in Hawaii. We should call them the Elites because that's King in Hawaii, right? So the Elites. That's true. We should make some Elite yeah. jerseys. That would be that would be special. Let's talk a little bit about Kevin Herter, uh, Red Velvet. A lot of Kings fans have been hating on Kevin. Yes. Which is funny because I swear we went to the very first game of the season and everyone was yelling out, Kevin, 
it was before the Keegan, before the Murray Keegan chant. It was like, yeah. Kevin yeah. Herter. And everyone was like, Kevin Herter's amazing. The Kings won the trade, blah, 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 all this. And then the past couple weeks, everyone's been talking smack about Kevin Herter, about how he can't shoot, yes. how bad he did in, in the three-point competition. He can't play yes. defense. Calvin, he's making shots. He is making shots. We've and stuck with him. Mike well, Brown's that, stuck like, with that's, him. That's what you do. I mean, that's what they did with Keegan Murray. Uh, that's what they've done with Malik Monk when his shot wasn't falling. Terrence Davis, you know, uh, guys go through shooting slumps o- over the course of a year. If you're, unless you're, you know, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, or Damian <laughs> Lillard, you're going to go through a shooting slump. They over go the course through of shooting slumps. Yes, they do. They're also. very, they're pretty small though. <laughs> um, so that, that's what you do. You shoot your way out of a slump, and, and he's doing that right now. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. Okay. He might want to keep wearing those shoes. Red velvet, I like red shoes. shoes. I like those I shoes. I think maybe it's the shoes. Yeah. You got any thoughts on defense for Kevin Herter? Any pointers? Uh, no, man. The, the guy needs so much help. Keep it's your hard. Hands up. It's, it's so hard. He just... Look, it, to try to pl- guard guards and wings in, in the NBA is impossible. If you're not, uh, if you're not quick... And able to slide your feet and move and recover, yeah. Um, you know, short twitch muscles like Kevin Herter doesn't have much of that. He just doesn't. So <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. He's got slow twitch muscles. Yeah, and, and he fouls a lot too because of the fact that he can't stay with people. So it, yeah. it's it's really, it's tough out there for him. Okay. I don't I don't know what to say. No pointers at all. I mean, I, you know what Nick would say. Play better defense. You gotta guard your man. <laughs> I agree with Nick. He's yeah. You gotta guard your man. I still think they could put him in better situations. Like you know the OKC game. He came down and and guarded Jalen Williams like four possessions he in guarded. a row. Guarded. He guard. Yeah. He was guarding. Guarded. Jalen Williams guarded. is guarded right. Well, it's probably not. But he was know. guarding Jalen Williams. Four possessions in a row, and and he just took it straight to the basket and got a layup every yeah. time. That's so put switch him off onto somebody else. Make make it a little easier. He's not a bad help defender. He plays yeah. passing lanes well. He gets deflections. Um, so and yeah, he's a lot of people have pointed out it doesn't matter because they'll just run pick and roll to his man and get a switch. Mm-hmm. It, you know that's stuff that you have to deal with. And I still think they could maybe blitz the the screen more, try to force the ball out of hands, and then rotate out of that. You know there are ways to kind of cover up that stuff, but. Um, the, with how good teams are at shooting from outside these days and how quickly the ball moves, you know, th- there's very – you can't really hide anybody on defense. Yeah. Th- that's not really how the game works. Clippers anymore. do move the ball pretty well. Yeah. Uh, did you see some of the defensive stats they were shown on the screen tonight during the game of the Kings in the first three quarters yes. as opposed to the f- fourth quarter? Like I was seeing first, second, and third quarter, they were like 25th, 26th, 27th ranked defense. And then in the fourth quarter, what was it, like seven or eight? And then uh, plus minus, they were like number two in the NBA. They're differential. Or or net differential in the fourth quarter, which is absolutely incredible. Yeah. I mean, what are some of the things you are seeing that they're doing differently in the fourth quarter as opposed to the first three? I think it's just the intensity and effort. Uh, Like that's, and it has to come from all five guys, right? Um, I also think that they tend to save some of their, you know, I don't want (laughs) to call them special plays or anything, but like, Thank you for beating the strippers. That'd hey, be a that, better name that was all you. That's that, a better that team name than you. the Clippers. <laughs> they, they, 
They mix things up. They throw different stuff at you in the fourth quarter, stuff like uh, blitzing a screen or the zone like we saw tonight, being able to go back and forth That's those different looks uh, than you've had the entire game. But, uh, again, it, defense is all about effort. Uh, yeah, that's 100%. all it is. Um, so I, I think that Kevin Herter. That, <laughs> well, that no, he he gives effort. He <laughs> he just is physically handicapped. Oh, okay. that really that didn't come out right. He <laughs> he is he he doesn't have a lot of the physical tools that it requires to be a good perimeter defender. <laughs> he that's d- the he nice does. way of saying physically handicapped. I guess he yeah, that's the PC the way of saying he's <laughs> physically handicapped. I'm sorry, Kevin. You're not physically handicapped, but you, he struggles because he's not fast I think enough. He would agree with you, probably. I hope. I yeah. don't know. I, I'm not being but too see, hard on. But him. see, this is the thing, right? It is what it is. is. That's how good of a shooter that he is. That's how good well, he is yes. at other uh, things I mean, to make up for that. Uh, yes, and it's not just the shooting. Uh, I mean, we've yeah. seen him put the ball on the floor, be a good playmaker for others. Uh, you know, him and and Domas work really, really well together. He's movement challenged. Thank you, Lane. Um, but in the fourth quarter, this team just, we've seen it all year long, close games, um, you know, those big clutch situations, they've shined and and excelled in those moments all season long for a team that, you know, has no postseason, not really any postseason experience and, uh, is, has a bunch of new guys to throw together. You know, the credit has to go to Mike Brown and the coaching staff, my good friend, Jordy Fernandez, who I know is a big architect a good of that. friend now <laughs> jesus christ what did i miss <laughs> you missed you missed everything yeah you were sick you guys are best I'm friends not, yeah we're best friends okay i text him today oh what did he say i said congratulations on the win he hasn't uh he hasn't responded yet but <laughs> he's probably he well he's right probably now. busy he's right probably now. lighting the beam or something jordy yeah. <laughs> text us back Anyways, Pika House says he just picked up two Light the Beam t-shirts. Oh, nice. Two. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Wear them to the next game. Send us a picture. And to everybody else that's watching, pick up this shirt, royalrebounds.com, Light the Beam. It's got an awesome little uh, Royal Rebounds tag over here as well. Uh, Appreciate all your support and support for the Sacramento Kings. Calvin, breaking news. The Memphis Grizzlies lose to the Denver Nuggets tonight. Yeah. Um, my favorite comment on the show so far tonight, Lakers lose, Grizzlies lose, beam. I forget who said beam. it. Shout out to whoever said that. It was great. Beam. So taking a look here at the standings in the Western Conference, Denver's running away with the lead here. 45 wins, 19 losses. Memphis is in the second seed temporarily at 38 wins and 24 losses. We're hearing all sorts of drama coming out about uh, star player John Morant. Um, interesting. You you feel like talking about that or we keep moving? Uh, we'll keep it rolling. We can maybe come back to that, but okay. let's, let's focus on the Kings here for a second. Okay. You don't want to get any justice for the kitty punch in the face or anything like that? Any justice? Well, that's in the works. Okay. All right. We'll come back to that. Justice will be served. We'll come back to that. Uh, And the Kings are in the third spot at 37 and 25 now, Calvin. Only one game back from the Memphis Grizzlies for the number two seed in the Western Conference. I got to say that again because that sounds crazy. The Sacramento Kings are only one game back from the two seed in the Western Conference conference you called it man you said the kings are this year's memphis grizzlies 
What seed did the Grizzlies finish in last year? Yeah. Number two. two. Number That's two. incredible. Incredible. And how many games are we? I'm not I'm not the best at math. It looks Should like 63? Two games. 62. 37 and 25. Oh, 37. Yes. 62 games. No, they're 30, this was their 38th win, wasn't it? Was it not? 37. 37th? We're all over the place. We are. 20 games left. The Kings are the third seed. Yeah. Potentially could be the second seed. This is wild. I, I cannot believe it. That That is incredible. Lane says 38. Maybe Lane's right. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me double check. 37, 38. How many wins do we have? We can't even keep track. We have too many wins, Calvin, to keep track of. Too many wins to keep track of. 37 and 25 is the correct answer. 12 games over 500. I cannot even imagine the last time that that happened. All right, let's go over the rest of the starters, and then we got to hear from Nick here. Um, Real quick, softball games wants to know what the Kings' fourth quarter D is ranked. They are second in the NBA in net differential. I believe it was quarter. seven and I think eight. points per game or points per quarter allowed yeah. is like seventh or eighth. It eight. was seventh yeah. or eighth. Yeah. In the first three quarters, they were between like 25, 26, and 28. Yeah. That's why. That's a huge difference. It's a huge difference. Huge, huge difference. Okay. We talked about Fox. We talked about Herder. Who you want to talk about next? I want to talk about Keegan Murray. Keegan! Oh, I was waiting for the chat. Murray. I'll give you another chance, Calvin. Keegan. Murray. Man, I cannot wait. I got to work on that. I got to work on my Murray. Are you going to do like Murray? Or Murray. 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 <laughs> How are you going to do it when, uh, when you you're at the game? <laughs> you sound like um, Joaquin Phoenix and Joker. You know, when he's on the, the Murray. <laughs> What's his name? Murray something show? Okay, um, <laughs> real quick, we got to get to Rodders, but dude, I just noticed you got the cowbell. Can can we get some cowbell? Oh yeah, we can get some cowbell. Break the microphones, why don't you? Oh, here we go. Guess Welcome. What? I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. I think they want the. Oh, it's too loud. It's too loud for Rodder's ears. All right, Calvin. Uh, Rodder's wants a haircut update. Well, that, I mean, there's no update to give. My hair's going to get cut. It, the question is, what do you want it to be? You've given up all hope? Well, not all hope, but, like, at this point, I got to be prepared. Do you, you want to let everybody know that's watching that maybe doesn't know the deal? What's That's true. On? If any of you don't know, I think I saw Derek in the chat earlier here. He's the guy that originally suggested this bet. I love Derek. He bet me that if the Kings finish this season fifth or better in the Western Conference, I cut my hair off. And it somehow evolved into the chat gets to choose what haircut I get, and Barry will give me that haircut on a live stream. Everybody's so. ears. I apologize for all your guys' ears. <laughs> we'll definitely figure that out. Uh, Calvin, um, why did you why did you make this bet? Well, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, I had to cut my hair at some point. 
Okay. Okay. Now. No, I, okay. I am not alone in thinking this, so I will say it. I'll be a man and say it. I did not expect the Kings to be this good. I did not. I agree with you. So, I, I, I'm not saying I didn't expect them to have a shot at the playoffs. I thought the sixth through eighth, maybe ninth seed was very realistic, and they would have to, uh, y- you know, perhaps win a game in the play-in tournament to earn that play- uh, playoff berth. Okay. I thought there was not much chance that they would have a home court first round playoff series. And Calvin, uh, what place are they in right now? They're in third. They're practically in second. Okay. And shout out to Senior Softball Games. Thank uh, you. Oh, yeah. Shout out for you for the super chat. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Uh, Calvin, I mean, have we narrowed down the options? Uh, well, bowl cut has definitely been a, a high favorite, heavy favorite at this point. I've def I've seen mullet a lot. Um, I've seen mohawk. I think. Yeah. I've seen. We got to narrow it down a little bit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> remember simple Calvin? Oh yeah, I do remember simple Calvin. <laughs> How could I forget that one? High and tight guys, bowl cut. If you guys have any suggestions uh, for what haircut you'd like to see Calvin get Look, on what, the show. When, yeah, I think once we get closer, maybe we know what the magic number is for the Kings to clinch a spot or even clinch the division. We'll yep. do a poll with some haircut suggestions. Yep. Um, and the bet, you know, highest vote wins. We'll cut it here live on the show. Either yep. I will cut it or I'll invite uh, our barber. David there you go. and have him cut it during the show. The Timberlake. I don't even know what that is. We'll look it up. We'll is look that, it up. Is that like a Timberwolf? Uh, Billy says bald. I, I'm cool with bald, too. I'm not cool with that. That is the one thing I will not, <laughs> I just will not do. I'm Calvin sorry. works by the pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would die. He would die. Okay, back to the Sacramento Kings. Who do you want to talk about? Keegan, Keegan. Murray. Keegan. Let's talk about Keegan. Uh, 33 minutes of action tonight. 5 of 10 from the field. 14 points, 5 rebounds, 4 of 9 from 3-point range. The dude is killing it from the corner. Like, that is his spot. And we saw him do a couple different things over the past few games, right? We've seen him take the ball up the court now. Uh, In today's game, we saw him with, like, a kind of like a little step-back mid-range shot. Yep. Um, we've yep. seen him do quite a few different things. He's rebounding a lot more after you yes. called him out for not rebounding well. Give me your thoughts on, on Keegan. I love Keegan Murray. I'm so happy that the Kings drafted him. Um, he just continues to show more and more every month, every game, every week. Uh, his confidence is growing. The team's confidence in him is clearly growing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just opening so much more up for him, allowing him to be more aggressive. Uh, and the defense, uh, I mean, it, like I said, it's not easy to guard NBA guards and wings in this league. He did a pretty damn good job on Paul George, who is a oh, tremendous yeah. offensive player. Absolutely tremendous. Um, and one of the my favorite things that I saw in tonight's game that may go overlooked, but they showed a replay of it. So I think it was off of a turnover he comes down, yep. open three, misses, follows the shot, gets his own rebound, yep. kicks it to another guy in the corner, open three, miss, get another rebound, yep. finds Sabonis in the post, and then what does he do? He goes and sets a screen for him yep. on the block. That is something you almost never see 
but it was perfect to get Sabonis a wide open shot. The whole possession was all him. That was incredible. It, it was just beautiful to watch. It was incredible. You know, there's there's very few players in the NBA that I will watch when they don't have the basketball, right? LeBron James was one of those uh, originally that I would just love to watch LeBron. This is before Lakers LeBron, before I... I don't want to say hate LeBron because I don't hate him, but I root for him less now. But anyways, uh, he was one of the guys that I would love to watch. It didn't matter if he had the ball or didn't have the ball. Of course, he has the ball more often than not. But he just would do all those things, right? And it's great to see Keegan Murray starting to do things like that. Not that he is LeBron or will be the next LeBron or anything like that, but it's just incredible watching him, the way he's working, moving on the floor. He does not look like a rookie, Calvin. He does not. I mean, he blew through that rookie season. Now he's in, what, year two, year three, like the way he's playing on the court. He's he's incredibly confident. He's shooting the ball well. He's making plays for his teammates. He's doing all the little things. Rebounding. Uh, is absolutely huge. Something that you highlighted, and shout out to Matthew, Bench Matthew in here. Yes. I saw him earlier. Um, but something that you guys both highlighted in things that guards could do to help this team out. Keegan Murray could also rebound a little bit more and help out. And he's been rebounding much, much better. And he has, and it's really shown with a lot of Kings victories. Um, I, I got to ask you, though, we saw Keegan benched late in the game, and they throw Malik Monk in there. Keegan Murray was shooting well, 50% from the field, uh, almost 50% from three-point line. And in crunch time, they put in 1-8, and 8, 0 for 5 from three-point range, four-point Malik Monk. <laughs> Jay, you're killing me here with this haircut suggestion. <laughs> um, yes, I, I was kind of thinking about that as well, but I'm okay with the decision because of one thing. The Clippers' ball pressure, obviously, they ratcheted it up to another level there mm-hmm. towards the end of the game. You needed another really solid ball handler out there. And Keegan Murray... Free throw shooting as well. Also free throw shooting. I mean, Murray's a good free throw shooter. But you, you needed a guy that you could give the ball to and be sure that if a double team, a, a strong double team came at him, that he would be able to make the right play and yep. get out of that. I was a little confused as to why there was a timeout there um and then they didn't put keegan murray in back in for defense i would have maybe done that was it that last timeout by by yes. ty Lue yes and where the kings did force that turnover yes where they got they ended up getting lucky but that was I, incredible it was it was pretty incredible uh, that's maybe the only argument i could have made for keegan being back on the court um because the long range uh, or the long the length, the ability to switch and guard multiple. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting messed up by the chat here, dude. They're just getting me <laughs> yeah, they said so the Clippers, much tonight. The Clippers are taking Calvin's <laughs> yeah, hair. Yeah. It's coming, man. It's happening. Uh, I'm okay, okay with it. Okay. But um, that's that's the only thing that I would say is maybe what I would have done differently in terms of offense, defense, substitutions down the stretch. But not having him out there offensively, they needed the better ball handler out there. So Malik yeah. was was the guy. Eight assists tonight. Yeah. I know he had a few turnovers as well, but he made a lot of really, really great plays. And that and huge the right assist decisions. at the yes. end to yeah. Sabonis underneath the basket. It, him and Sabonis, they are the best two-man combination, I think, on this team right now. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, Fox is great. He's been really, really solid. He's cut his turnover numbers down. His assist numbers have still been high. Um, but in terms of 
just how they work together, feeding off of each other. Uh, Malik and, and Sabonis are, are at the top of the list yeah. for me right now. I mean, I, I love me some deer and fox, but Malik Monk's like a little ball of energy that just yeah. does not quit. Yeah. He does not stop. I mean, it was a week ago where we 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 beat down these Clippers again. Yep, we'll beat them down next time. I wish. I wish. Do you remember there was a, a Clippers fan in the chat last Friday that was like, "Y'all are gonna lose next week. We're gonna beat you down in your own home." All that. I don't see him now. <laughs> yeah, that's He's true. afraid to come back. He didn't want to come back. That Probably because his team's got the worst team name and in NBA history. <laughs> Dylan makes a good point here, too, having Trey out there as well. Yep. Um, a guy that is a veteran, been in more of those situations, high IQ. I think Keegan has a high IQ as well, but still learning. Um, and, and Trey is, is really solid with the ball, great shooter as well. Uh, versatile defender too so yeah it, it's he played really really well for them tonight so do you know who got the chain tonight i don't know officially who got it i'm sure somebody else out there does i was thinking uh, it might trey, have gone to trey lyles trey lyles is definitely a strong candidate i think yeah. keegan deserves a lot of credit as well for the job that he did on paul george for most of the first half um but yeah tr trey definitely balled out let us know in the chat yeah, if that was you a big block if you found out who uh who got the defensive player of the game chain other than Calvin, uh, because we've been busy lighting the beam. Uh, but Calvin, I mean, I want to talk about that last play real quick or, or the play, the last turnover for the Clippers that the Kings forced yeah. there. That was absolutely huge. Oh, it was and, incredibly you know, huge. One thing that we talk about, and, and I think a lot of people are worried or were worried about is this Kings team is so young, they're inexperienced, they haven't been here before, all these things, right, that they're going to make mistakes in late games. I mean, this team is undefeated in overtime. This team has yep. one of the best, the second best net rating in the fourth quarter. Yep. And they just seem to keep making the right plays at the right time. <laughs> like, that was incredible, right? The Kings are up one. Clippers have no timeouts left, so they can't advance the ball. They throw it in. The Kings trap. There's like a couple different traps. And then the, the funny part is I don't even remember who turned it over. But There's Westbrook. Okay. Because <laughs> they show Westbrook's face afterwards, and I am just <laughs> laughing so hard. Um, but it's like right play at the exact right time. So give me your thoughts on that. Like how did that transpire? Break down that play for me. Well, I think I still think they got a little lucky. I mean, it was a good trap, and they for, they forced the Clippers to speed up. They they made them make a pass or make a play, uh, perhaps before they were ready for it. And it, it was it was a bad pass. Whether it was good defense that forced it or just a bad pass, I think uh, you know the the Kings a combination of them putting the right the pressure on at the right moment and the Clippers making a bad play. Because mm, they're the Clippers. Because they're the Clippers, and they have the worst mascot and team name in the NBA. You agree? <laughs> I don't know. I need to. We need to maybe go through the, a list of all the mascots. Okay. Before I make my official decision on who the worst mascot is, but I don't even know all the mascots. Just they just don't make sense. A lot of them don't. That's make my sense. thing. Like the Suns. I mean, we read the whole story yeah, about how it happened yep, and all that. Yep. Boo hoo stupid mascot but i mean i i think just a lot of teams like if i wasn't a kings fan i'd be jealous that the kings have a, a lion that knows how to roller skate 
You know? Yeah, he's he's very talented, Slamson. Yeah, and we got, uh, did you see the girl at halftime riding the bicycle? No, I did not. That was pretty crazy. She not. was riding the bicycle. So if it's not good. Red Panda, I'm pretty don't good bother at, me. at riding the bicycle, and I could ride it backwards, but this girl was like doing all sorts of crazy things riding a bicycle. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> she was a gun. Yeah, and she was wearing like a superwoman outfit. Oh, cool. It was pretty funny because uh, Morgan was doing the the halftime thing thing, and she's like, didn't really know what to say, and she's like, and Superwoman riding a bicycle, <laughs> Slamson and Supergirl. Oh, Supergirl. Sorry, I said Superwoman. Woman. I I apologize, but yeah, <laughs> dude, we're so lucky that we have Slamson. Slamson's the man. Definitely, he is He's so timer, so funny. Uh, were you with me at that game where he was walking around and holding the Lions uh, calendar? With all the pictures <laughs> yeah, of these yeah, lions yeah, yeah. on the calendar, that was absolutely hilarious. Well, one of these days, you got to tell everybody about your uh, your character that you invented, Slamson's cousin, Windmill. Oh, Windmill P. Dunkson. Windmill P. Dunkson. Oh, yeah. okay. The time will come for that. Yeah, you weren't supposed to give away my secret. <laughs> Windmill P. Dunkson yeah. is Slamson's cousin, uh, and maybe we'll get into that on another episode. All right, Calvin. Uh, any more love for Keegan Murray? You want to move on? We got to talk about Barnes. Uh, not enough love to give, man. Nick yeah, has been patiently let's move, waiting. Let's move on. Uh, hopefully, his arm has not fallen off yet. Waiting. Um, let's talk about HB because he's been on a little bit of a heater recently, offensively. He's been solid, man. So and, solid. Uh, he's got that old man game, like I say. Kyle Draper even said it tonight. Oh, dude, shout out to Kyle Draper. One of the funniest lines I've heard him say tonight. Did you hear when uh, Mason Plumley was flop, tried to flop down low? Oh, and yeah. He's like, Mason Plumley <laughs> tried to sell that one. This ain't Hollywood. This is Northern California. <laughs> that was hilarious. He's like, that doesn't work here. But anyways, Harrison Barnes has been playing incredibly, incredibly well. Uh, I mean, we saw tonight late in this game. Where Harrison Barnes had two two shots at a three, he passed it up for a better shot inside, uh, and just little plays like that. He's so smart. His basketball IQ yeah. is is off the charts. He's so smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we still haven't played the Island Boys tonight, um, but I think he, like, he's like the the steady the steady hand that just writes the ship. And not that Fox and Sabonis and a lot of these other guys can't or, or are not that guy, but Harrison Barnes is one of the longest tenured kings on this team, right, with Fox. Yep. He already has a championship. He's, what, one of two players on this team that has an NBA championship. And he's just been so steady for them. He's not always scoring a bunch, but he's always there. He's always trying hard. He's always guarding the best player. And he's, like, putting it all out there on the court. He never complains. We see him run into the alley to ride the bike every single moment he's not playing. It's like the dude can't stop moving. But, uh, you know, give give HB some love. Oh, man. Uh, the guy is rock solid. Uh, he just makes the right decisions with the basketball. He is, as Rodgers points out, a great mentor for a young team championship experience um I, I think that his temperament is great as well right for a leader um because you know he's not the best player on this team but he's a guy that y you can definitely lean on uh in crucial yeah. in crucial moments in crucial situations and he is never too high or too low he's very focused he's very determined um he's very even keeled and, and he's going to come out he's a priest i, I love it as yeah. Alfie Mann says. Two words that uh, describe him. 
Role model. Role model. Absolutely. Um, and his his game just you know this starting group they fit each other so well uh, with the three point shooting opening the floor up. Barnes is not you know we're talking about quick and fast guys. He's not the quickest. He's yeah. not the fastest guy out there, but he is very he he makes very confident and assertive moves with the basketball. Yep. Great at getting to the to the rim. Also great using the deceleration dribble, the deceleration step. Great lean back shot. And he gets to the foul line, man. Eight more free throws. Him and Fox, eight free throws attempted yep. in this game. He's one of the best free throw shooters on this team. And when they are struggling offensively, shots aren't falling, especially if Fox isn't on the floor. Yep. They look to get him the ball, and he goes to the basket because it's a good way to kind of slow slow things down. They catch their breath a little bit. He gets to the free throw line. They break up the monotony of missed shots. Uh, and they continue to, you know, use that to kind of get themselves reset offensively. And I think his confidence just rubs off on on the team. He doesn't ever seem to be hurried. He doesn't seem to be panicked or worried. Uh, and I and I think that that's something that's definitely yes. contagious, right? Because yes. when you have somebody running around yelling, "The sky is falling! The sky is falling!" It trips everybody else out too. And this Kings team does not have a guy like that. Another reason why they're so good in late game yep. situations, Great clutch point. moments, fourth quarters. Hi, Wendy. Oh, Wendy is here. Our very first, she was our very, very first. Yes, shout member out. Royal Rebounds. On the channel. Royalty here. Royalty. Part of the royal family. Pretty cool basketball she's got next to her name too, right? Very cool. And a green name. Yeah. It's only a few of the perks you get if you subscribe and you become a member. Uh, it's only $1.99 per month and it supports the channel. Okay. Uh, I mean, anything else you want to say about HB? I hope they re-sign him. Yeah. In yeah. the offseason. He is a free agent. He loves Sacramento. I mean, dude, w all we've talked about is how good of a basketball player he is. Yeah. And and we haven't even talked about the locker room presence. Absolutely. What he's done for the community. Absolutely. Like, he, he's never in involved in any headlines, any news. Like, you never hear anything bad about HB, which is something I think is really, really underrated. I don't want to throw shade at any anybody in the NBA or any team like the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, but, you know, guys <laughs> like that are just – they're so valuable. They're a dime a dozen. They're so, uh, totally. so valuable. Totally. So I love HB, and yes, I hope we can re-sign him at the end of the season. And I think we will. I really do. Oh, yeah. I, really do I, I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, speak for him or, or anybody outside of the the situation, but it seems to me like this is this is a perfect relationship for the Kings because he, he's got to be yeah. the type of player – that realizes what's happening here in Sacramento. This team is on to something they're building. So he'll probably want to stay anyway. Yep. And he might be willing to take slightly less money so that they have a little bit more to spend on something else. He will be the Andre Iguodala of this yeah. basketball team. Yeah. That's a perfect way to put it. Yep. Perfect way to put it. Yep. So shout out to HB. Oh, what did Jordy say? Did you ask Jordy if they're resigning him? I haven't asked him yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm waiting for that one. I'm letting him concentrate on the playoff push. Uh okay. So I think we have a we got to get a couple questions out to Jordy. So when he gets back to you tonight, mm -hmm. uh I think first first question you need to ask him is what haircut we should do for you. <laughs> um cuz he Oh, I know hair, he, right? I know he's going to say just shave the whole thing. Oh yeah. Cuz he's bald. I'm I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, and then we got to ask him about HB. Any other yep. burning questions you got yep. for Jordy? Um, that, 
chat, man. Hit me, hit me with some questions for Jordy. <laughs> All right, questions for Jordy. Hashtag questions for Jordy. Uh, is he going to be here next year? That's another good question. Yes, and good probably question. something he will not give you an answer for. No, definitely. Okay. Not. Uh, it's not like we saved the best for last, but I mean, this guy that we're going to talk about next is one of the main reasons this team is in the position it is this year. He is a, a culture changer. Um, I, I mean, dude, everything we just said about Harrison Barnes, you could say the same exact thing about this guy. And I'm talking about Domas Sabonis. He has been a, a professional. <laughs> he is an Iron Man, right? We forget he's got a broken thumb, and he's still playing out yeah. there. And you can't even tell. 23 points tonight, 10 more rebounds, another double-double, I think number one in the NBA, seven assists tonight, a steal, a block. He does everything for this Sacramento Kings team. I mean, we saw him last year. We met him in the lobby. Uh, he got traded the Kings one day, shows up in the lobby that same night, plays in the next game. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, we're, we are spoiled. Yeah. I mean, we've, this show is an hour in and this is the first time that we're talking about Sabonis. Yeah. Yeah. And he is, that, that just goes to show how, uh, commonplace his greatness is like it, yeah. this, it, it's just expected. You, you don't ever have to worry or, or think twice about him you know exactly what it's going to be every exactly time. and and it's it's almost like being a, a great big man in the nba that's and like him it's a good thing the clippers didn't force him right yeah did you see that yeah um, it's all over king's twitter right now pretty yeah. funny but um i mean it's it's like i don't want to say he's underappreciated because you know Kings fans love him. I'm sure De'Aaron Fox and all, all the fans love him. But when Fox is putting up 30-point games, everybody talks about De'Aaron Fox, right? Yeah. Because that's just kind of how the league always is. It's the guard, the high-scoring guard, the flashy guy is always going to get the press over somebody else. And I think the beauty of a guy like Sabonis, similar to like Harrison Barnes, is he doesn't give a shit. He just wants to win yeah. basketball games. He's going to play hard every single night, no matter what people say. And he's going to win you basketball games. Uh, I mean, you could say the same thing for the Denver Nuggets. I mean, when Jamal Murray was out there scoring 35, 40 points a game, people still talk about the Joker, but everyone's like, Jamal Murray, did you see that amazing shot? Mm -hmm. People are wearing Jamal Murray jerseys everywhere. You know, it's like these big men are so underappreciated. Uh, and, and, I mean, you said it. We're an hour here into the show, and this, this is the first time we mentioned Domas Sabonis. Yeah. So let's give him some love. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know what more you can say about this guy. Like, it, as you mentioned, he was just the perfect addition to this team. Uh, does he comp the question here? Does he compliment Fox or Hallie more? I think he'd compliment any guard in, in the NBA. Fox is has taken his game to a whole nother level, though. So I think you can directly relate a lot of that to the addition of of Domas. Um, and I think that his Great players always, not only do they play great and they put up good numbers, but they seek out responsibility and they always want more, right? So it, we, they've talked about it a few times recently about how when he first got here, he had a lot of conversations with Mike Brown about what style of play they should run with, how he should be used, all of this stuff. He asked for all of that. He wants yep. to be the focal point. He wants to be the the trigger man, basically, for this offense. Um, and he's taking on a huge responsibility defensively as well. You, you know, we talk so much 
um, time after time about how the Kings interior defense is not good and they, they don't have a lot of rim protection and they have very, very little help behind Domas. So everybody wanted to add, you know, players uh, to, to play behind him and kind of give that a little boost. But his, he's not a shot blocker by any means, but he is playing some of the best defense, I think, of his entire career, given all the things that you have to take into account. The, the team around him, the fact that he, he's playing on a pretty small team now, he doesn't have Miles Turner next to him anymore in Indiana to block all those shots. He's had to be the primary guy at the point of attack at the rim, um, and I think that he's done a really, really fantastic job of that to add to the fact that he's one of the best rebounders in the NBA. So it, not only is he playing great, but he's asking for more and more responsibility to be the leader that this team needed to take them to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Correct. I want to give a quick shout out to everybody who's joining in live via Twitter spaces. I see Nick is on here. Dylan is on here. Fred is on here. Uh, and Vasquez is on here. L J Vasquez. Welcome in and thank you guys. And also to everybody that is watching live via YouTube. We appreciate you all so much. Love all your comments here in the chat. Please don't, I mean, don't be shy. Let us know how you feel. We would love to hear from all of you. And, of course, don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Calvin, uh, I mean, I got to ask you, who won the trade? Oh, I think at this point it's got to be Sacramento, right? I mean, that's not to say that Indiana didn't get a great player who also hasn't really been totally healthy. They've He's missed yeah. a lot of games. But Sacramento's first in the – arguably the toughest division in basketball, the Pacific Division. They're third in the Western Conference. I think the Pacers, the last time I looked, are in 12th yep. in the Eastern Conference. So yep. I, how could you not say that Sacramento is benefiting more? I don't know about win or law or lose, yep. but they, they're benefiting more right now from this trade than Indiana is. I mean, Sabonis is injured. He's still playing. Exactly. Yeah, Iron Man, Iron Man. Well, we got our first caller of the night, and it is... The Kings won, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Kings won, yeah. The Sacramento Kings, oh, yeah, the Kings won, yeah. Fox is so fast. Sabanas is so strong, yeah. Coach Mike is so smart, yeah. They are the playoff bound, yeah. Shout out to the Island Boys. All right. You ready to hear from Nick? Yes. He's been waiting Nick, for a long Nick, time. Nick, 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 Nick. He said Nick. he ate some pizza tonight. Oh, man, he broke his streak. That's a big surprise. Let's hear from Nick. Nick, how are you, buddy? What's up? I had much like today. Nick, we can't hear you. Can you hear me now? There you go. I can hear you now. Yeah. Um. So the Kings win tonight. Light the fire delay there. Fire. Fire the laser. Fire the laser! The beam is lit. How was your night, Nick? Did you go to the game? Yes, I did. Man, you're a lucky guy. How many games sure is that are. now this year? <laughs> you don't sound like you lost your voice, man. You weren't screaming enough. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you know, I, you know. I was excited that the team won. They beat the Clippers. Clippers are garbage. The Clippers are garbage. Oh yeah, worst team name uh, in the NBA, right, Nick? They lost to the they lost to the Warriors. Oh yeah, Warriors are playing pretty well. Right Warriors now. are garbage, also. Yeah. Coming. Did the Lakers did the Lakers beat Minnesota or did the Minnesota? No, Minnesota beat won. The Lakers? 
Yeah, Minnesota won, and and Nick, the Denver Nuggets beat the Memphis Grizzlies tonight as well. Oh, wow. that's a good thing. So the Kings are only one game back from the second seed in the Western Conference. Pretty amazing, right? Where? How many wins are we at? Thirty-seven wins. Thirty-seven wins. Thirty-seven. So where, where's Memphis at right now? Memphis is at thirty-eight. We're one behind. We're one game back. Right there. We got a game tomorrow. We could be at thirty-eight wins tomorrow, Nick. Why not go thirty-eight wins? Why not? <laughs> Why not? So hey, you ate some pizza tonight, huh? Yes, I did. What kind of pizza? Cheese pizza. Cheese, just cheese. Just cheese, huh? Yes. At the game. Yes, in the uh, soda. How many? A hundred. One. Just one. One whole pizza or one slice? One whole slice cheese pizza. Okay. I'm a little you're, disappointed. You're taking Nick. it easy until we get to that that pizza eating contest. Yeah. All right. I see what you're doing. He said he was going to eat a hundred pieces of pizza. Uh, he said a hundred pizzas. Oh, a hundred pizzas? That's what he said. Yeah, we're gonna see, we're gonna you. have to see what we're gonna have to see what happens. And you know what? As the employee, I go as the employee for the Rivercats. We get discounts at the Kings Team Store. Oh man, you get a discount at the Kings Team Store? Yes, I do because I'm employee for the Rivercats. Oh, oh, you wow. work for the Rivercats? Yeah, I do. I didn't know that. What do you do? Basically, I work for the River Cats, and we get discount for the team star, team's team stars, which is great. You know, I I feel, you know, I do what I do like about it is getting getting a uh, getting perks like that. You know, you're a I'm a Golden One member already, and I've been a Golden One member for a long time. And well, Nick, you know, we need to come to a game and go to the team store with you. Yeah, Nick, can you buy me a jersey? Yeah, I can. I get a discount. All right, that's what I like to hear. What do you uh, What do you do for the River Cats? Well, I do. What I do is, uh, <clears throat> what I do is for the River Cats. I do is, um, I do like warehouse. A complicated job. <laughs> I work in the. I work in the. I work in the warehouse. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. In the warehouse, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's where that's where I work at. So it's like you know, warehouse is good. You know, working in the warehouse is good. I, I I enjoy it. Do you get uh free tickets to the Kings game because of the River Cats? No, I don't. 
you get a discount? Discount? Yeah, discount at the team store. At the team store. Oh, okay. No tickets though. Okay. Nick, uh, I well, not I, but the chat has a very important question for you. I don't know if you're reading the the chat right now on the live stream. Yeah. But they. So, do you know about my haircut bet? Well, I did get a haircut today, and I'm bald. Oh, you are. Well, do you know about the bet that I made on this show to cut my hair? What did you make? You were- I said if if the Kings finish fifth place or better, then I have to cut my hair. But the the chat is going to get to choose what haircut I get, and everybody wants mm-hmm. to know what your pick for my haircut should be. You should be bald. You should cut yep. your hair bald. No, man, that's not a haircut. Nick, I want him to get a bowl cut. Yeah, you get a get a get a get that a, one. A bowl cut? I'm gonna put a bowl on his head and cut it cut around it with scissors. Uh, okay. Okay. What do you think about that? Are you like a mohawk? Somebody said he should bleach his hair. I also think not you. A oh, I I think you should do that. I think you should get a uh, probably a mohawk or something. Mohawk. Okay, I'm with that one. I like it. What yeah, if we, I uh, like that? What, what was that? What was that? Uh, that little kid, uh, Alf Alpha, that had the the thing that stuck up in the middle. Alf Alpha. Yeah, in the in the little rascals, little rascals? or whatever. Yeah, we yeah, could little bit, and we could uh, do it purple, so you could have a beam yeah. on oh your my head. God, purple beam, <laughs> purple beam cut. Oh, purple beam sounds awesome. Nick, we're gonna we're gonna come up with some good stuff. <laughs> But, hey, uh, I heard it was really, really loud. Fred said it was extremely loud in the arena tonight. Tell us about your experience. My friend is, it was really good tonight. And you know what? I I, I feel really good about it, you know? As you should, man. We're jealous. We want to be there. Yeah, you do. Way to rub it in. Yeah, way to rub it in. <laughs> you do, yes, you want to see I had pizza tonight. Yeah, I get do. half off at the store. <laughs> wow, Nick's killing it tonight. He is. Nick, <laughs> can you see the beam right now? Uh, no, I cannot. No, what? What, you're already home? Yeah. Oh, man, you got out of there early, huh? Did you stick around to the end? I did see the beam. I did okay, see the good. beam. Okay. All right, Fire Nick. Laser. Last question before we let you go. Rodders in the chat wants to know how many wins do the Kings finish the season with? Uh, probably with 60 wins. 60. 60 wins. Ooh. Not 50, 60 wins. I There's don't, I don't think left. 60 is possible, but hey, that would be great. Yes, and the Kings are killing it right now. They are killing it right now. They are. I'm not the best at math. But I think they have 37 wins now, and there's yeah. 20 games left. So that would mean that 60 wins is totally possible. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. 60 it is. 60 it is. All right, Nick. We appreciate you. And uh, are you going to – you have practice tomorrow? Yes, I do. Okay. Are you going to be able to watch the Kings game? Uh, yeah, it starts at 7, so I'll be there on time. Okay. All right. Perfect. And then we'll see you. Be, uh, we'll see you for post game. Uh, yes, I will be at the game tomorrow night again. And oh, also, man, we, you're killing this guy. And you're going to be at the team store getting half off, huh? Of, of course. 
You know what? I do also have to remind you we are we do have the pre there is a preseason party at the River Cabs on Sunday. It's an open house for them. Anybody wants to come, you guys can come out. The ones that are in Sacramento, so Sacramento peeps, you guys can come out. On Sunday, oh, man, there I would go. really, really love to. I was, I was hoping to fly to California. I don't know, Nick. Are you a music fan? Do you know about Rolling Loud? I don't know. Isn't it this weekend, yeah, it's a music festival yeah. in LA. It's going on right now. I was going to fly out because I have, I have tickets. I have VIP tickets, and I didn't make it. But I, I would love, I would love to be in California this weekend. But unfortunately, I'm not going to make it. Nick, you're going to have to, you're going to have to save your half off uh, for the playoffs. Yeah, I will. All right, buddy. We appreciate you so much. Have a good night. All right. Light the beam. Hard sleep beam. <laughs> sleep beam. Like the beam. Thanks, bud. Like the beam. All right. Calvin, let's talk about the bench for a little bit, and then I want to go to Dylan next. Uh, but give me your thoughts on the Kings bench tonight because not a lot, not a lot tonight from the bench. Um, Not the starters a lot. played well offensively. Yes. But we mentioned Trey Lyles played a lot of defense. Uh, give me your thoughts overall on the bench. Well, the entire bench actually played pretty pretty solid defense. They w- went to that zone mostly when the, the second unit was in. Um, some of it was, was good defense. I think good traps were made in the corner. Uh, they forced the Clippers into some, some turnovers. And then they also, you know, the Clippers were strugg- struggling to shoot. Uh, from outside with their second unit. Bones Highland was, what, 0 for 6 from 3? Yeah. Um, and they they were just letting him put it up. So uh, they, while the Kings bench didn't have the offensive output that we have gotten used to seeing from them lately, the 40-plus point performances, um, Trey Lyles, again, was really, really solid. Uh, gave them some really big clutch shots in the second half, yep. big-time threes. Uh, and I think the whole unit, was really solid for them defensively and kept this game right where they needed to be uh, with Fox and Sabonis on the bench. Didn't allow any big runs by the Clippers, which allowed the Kings to to put them away late. Yeah, yeah, huge. I mean, it was a, it was a team effort. The starters scored a lot tonight. They did. Uh, but it was a, an entire team effort. And like I said, we got to see Malik Monk play crunch time. Yeah. Even though he wasn't scoring a lot, he was assisting the ball well. And then, yeah, Trey Lyles was huge on defense. Davion Mitchell, all those guys. Mike Brown is – he's so smart. He's so smart, as yeah. they say. And he just – he knows how to push the buttons for all these Definitely. guys to keep them motivated, to keep them engaged. And then he could just kind of throw them in and out when exactly when he needs to. Yeah. And Davion was, again, really, really great. Yeah. Uh, even though he only had four points, um, he just – uh, he's also a very smart player, I think. He picks and chooses his spots. Fox has been so good for them lately that, you know, he's not – that's going to take some playing time away ultimately from Davion, even though he gets, still gets the normal, you know, mid – or uh, like three-minute rest in the first quarter. He has a schedule, right? But yep. da- having Davion on this bench is huge for the Kings. Defense – uh, I loved that breakdown uh, dribble, step back, mid range elbow shot that he had today. That's the type of stuff that he's got in his game. It's just gonna, I think, grow and expand over time. You know, not everybody puts it all together in their first 
two seasons. Mm-hmm. But just like we talk about with Keegan Murray, this being a really good situation for him to learn and and uh, grow and adapt on the fly on a winning team, th- the same can be said about Damian Mitchell. Yeah, so. yeah. and it, it takes everybody a different time. You know, like, like a lot of people want to compare Ja Morant to De'Aaron Fox, and he's like, Ja did this in his second year and his third year, and it's like everybody's different. Some guys, it takes a little bit longer for them to develop. Deer and Fox, like, he's playing at an all-star level right now. What in our group chat? Somebody was like, Deer and Fox should be an MVP. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's playing that well. And it took him a little bit of time to get there. And that is okay. And maybe it takes Davion a little bit longer. But, hey, I love what I'm seeing out of him. Hey, we got to give Jay a shout-out here for the super chat. Yes. Jay says he's smoking. Uh, an L.A. pack tonight. The L.A. Clippers got smoked by the Sacramento Kings. Thank you, Jay. We appreciate the super chat. Calvin, I want to go to Dylan here. Dylan's been waiting a little while, and he is here on Twitter Spaces. So let's say what's up to Dylan. Dylan, does uh, Paul George have the smallest forehead in the NBA? <laughs> um, Didn't pay attention to that as much as I did to the rest of the game today. <laughs> Okay, welcome in, man. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. How are you? It's 8 a.m. here, so daytime. I'm doing fine. Oh, man, that's right. I forget. You're in Spain, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. True fans, dude. Right? It's crazy. People that call in the most on this show are in Europe. (laughs) Yeah, international (laughs) fans. International fans. (laughs) Give me your thoughts on the game tonight, Dylan. Um, well, I, uh, actually have an interesting proposal kind of, I've been thinking about, uh, just, I mean, I've watched basically every single game this season. Um, Davon Mitchell, he's one of those players, you know, it's, uh, when he gets more starter minutes, we didn't see it unfortunately in the last two games in February where Fox was out, but, um, last season and at early spurts of this season, Davion is a lot better with more minutes, you know, it's really hard to come in and play three minutes. And then step out, come back later, play two minutes. I think in the thir- in the third quarter, or fourth quarter, when he came in, he, well, I think in the, at some point in the fourth quarter, he came in for two minutes and then stepped back out again. You know, it's pretty frustrating for that. You know how Fox gets subbed out at six minutes, right? What if we were to sub out the bonus, say maybe at the five minute mark, bring in Metu, and then have Fox still in, and then at uh, say like the two minute mark or three minute mark. We, put, we take Metu out, so Metu only plays three minutes, and then we take Fox out at the two minute and let Davion play, you know, the whatever, like seven minutes straight instead of letting Metu play seven minutes straight because Metu is the one you, you know, you can't really run offense through him. You can't really, you're not looking at him for production. Whereas Mitchell, I think if you were to give him seven minutes in a row, I think he might be a little bit more productive on the offensive end. Sounds like you put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> It's just like, I mean, it's just, I don't know, I see, I see, I think Davion, I'd rather see Metu in three minutes first than Davion. I think Davion, if you give him seven minutes to run an offense, I think, I watched him in the Thunder game, he actually runs the offense, like, he, he, he swings the ball around, he actually can, I mean, he can run an offense. Maybe you're not looking at your top score, of course, but I mean, he can, he can, he can pass the ball around, he can swing it around pretty well. I'd rather have him be in for seven minutes straight than have Metu in for seven minutes straight. What do you think, Cal? Yeah. I don't disagree with you that if Davion got more consistent playing time that he would be more productive. I I totally agree with that. I think that while in theory your your minutes uh, system would work, 
the game oftentimes dictates, you know, you can't always keep it so regimented, right? Like exactly this number of minutes these guys are going to get, blah, blah, blah. Um, Guys get foul trouble. Guys get hot. They they start scoring. Um, Also, to your point about playing Metu less, the, the Kings are loaded at guard, right? They have a lot of options there, a lot of different yeah. guys that can handle the ball. There's Terrence Davis, there's Malik Monk, there's Herter, there's Fox. It, it's not as crowded in the front court, right, especially at center. Right. Now that Rashawn right. Holmes is completely gone, uh, it, it appears, Alex Len is an afterthought. A um, minus it, it's Metu and Lyles, right? And Lyles a lot of times yeah. will play f- power forward. So I think that that's the reason why you can't always have – you're going to have Metu have to play because either Sabonis picks up early fouls in a game or he needs a rest. There are more guys maybe to give a rest or, or break to De'Aaron Fox, more options that you can throw as opposed to the options you can throw out for Sabonis. Makes so. sense. I just, it just hurts me to see Dave Young play in two minutes, three minutes straight, you know, because that, that Davis high, I mean, you guys know, it was, uh, I played on the basketball team. We, did, we ran the system. You know, where people go in for one minute at a time and then you sub out or one minute and then sub. It's like the, the, uh, when you play on the first coach Dan Gonzalez, it was literally one minute, five people, and then sub out five minutes, uh, one minute later, a new starting, a new five. One minute later, a new five. That's, that was the, the basketball round there. And it was just, it's impossible to get into any sort of flow with, with yeah. such small minutes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I mean, when you're a defensive stopper, you're kind uh, that, of used that's like kind of, that. yeah that's how yeah. how you're used in a lot of games especially if you're playing yeah. behind a, a point guard that you know, guard, we're starting yeah. to yeah. mention in MVP voting right like yeah it's just really really difficult to get on the floor when you play behind somebody no matter how good yeah. you are who's right. that good Speaking but the one thing I will say is just keep keep your optimism up uh, once you get into the playoffs the playoffs are a whole different world. A seven-game series, it's all about adjustments, in-game adjustments, um, game-to-game adjustments. A guy like Davion Mitchell, who is incredibly valuable for his defense and also, Mm -hmm. like you said, can run the offense, I think you're going to see in certain situations, depending on what the matchup is, who they get in the first round, where he is called upon to do more and, and play more because of those adjustments that you have to make and the fact that he is a tremendous, tremendous defender. So. Yeah. I mean, I there, there will be I, opportunity I like for Davion. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I've never, I've never wanted to. I mean, I know he's had his rough, his rough uh, moments this season, but I've never been someone that was willing to trade. Even at the trade deadline, I know some people were saying, you know, maybe get rid of Davion, but I've never. I'm a pretty big Davion fan. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm a huge Davion fan as well, and I'd like to see him play more. But, I mean, at this point, the Kings are, are playing so incredibly well. I think Mike Brown is doing a fantastic mm-hmm. job. You just kind of got to let him uh, do what he does, right. right? I mean, there's only yeah. so many minutes to go around. And, and to Calvin's point, a lot of defensive guys are used like that. They're in certain situations where you need a stop. You sub him in. Yes, I would like to see him involved a little bit more in late-game situations, stuff like that. But it's like – if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So right. I, I think the playoffs yeah. are a different animal, like Calvin said, and we will see him get more playing time. But but don't forget, this is only his second year in the NBA. And yeah, I, I think that sure. his impact on this franchise is, is not just in games. We talk about practices. Guys like mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox going up against a guy like Davion Mitchell every single day has been helping De'Aaron Fox become a better basketball player. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, this is – 
just the very, very start of Davion. Um, I don't think we're going to see him get traded here. I think he will flourish and blossom here in Sacramento. It's just going to take a little bit of time because you got yeah. a, a guy like De'Aaron playing in front of him. Right. Um, I, I have to, I unfortunately have to go. I have two things I want to say, though, before I go. Okay. Uh, one, um, did you guys see the stat I was throwing out in the chat earlier? A little bit, a little bit yes. earlier today? Yeah. Isn't that De'Aaron crazy? Fox, first player. Since MJ in 96 to score 30 points or more in seven straight games while shooting 50% or better. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. That's really good. That's a great yeah. stat, Dylan. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, I mean, I saw it on, uh, I forgot who it was, but I saw it on Twitter. Not mine. I don't want to get any uh, copyright issues here. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Will Z stats or somebody posted it, huh? <laughs> no, it was, uh, I think it was like, it was like a Mexican fan page or something like that, ironically. Um, and the, the other thing I wanted to say uh, was also not my idea, but Jay in the chat uh, for Calvin's hair. I know you saw it, Calvin. The, not a ponytail, but the unicorn horn sticking out the front. Uh, I did and, see uh, that, And yes. diet purple. That would be my, I know Nick, but that would be my uh, haircut of that, choice. That's your vote? Have the that unicorn boy, horn? Have, have, have that bad boy stick out the front. The, beam, purple. the purple beam cut. Uh, all right, Dylan. I'm going to exactly. remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I gotta go though, guys. Hey, thanks, hey man, Dylan. thank you for calling. We appreciate you, yep. man. Get some sleep. Thank. I, I gotta. I gotta. I'm taking a little um, road trip today, so. Oh, very no cool. Sleep, man. Wow. All right. No yeah. All right, buddy. We'll hope right. we'll see you tomorrow. One, yep, I'll try. Okay. See you, buddy. All right. Bye bye. Let's uh, let's go over to Tanvir and hear from Tanvir real quick. We haven't seen Tanvir in a while. Shout, Shout out, out to Tanvir, uh, our very first fan on the channel. Yeah, man, this is, uh, well, OG. Don't, say, don't say that too loudly. Gotham might take offense to that, but. Uh, Gotham's not watching. He's rewatching. <laughs> he'll, he'll be posting later, but Tanvir, hey, what's up, buddy? Guys. How are you, man? What's I love up, the name Kyle? change. What's up, Barry? How's it going, man? Good, man. I can barely hear you. I know. I have my, uh, my, um, my AirPods on. That's why uh, you probably can't hear me that much. I'm That's at, okay. I'm I can hear you when you too. talk loud. How you feeling, man? Hey, man, I'm feeling like jumping off a building, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> man Don't aim, jump off a building. Aim for the bushes, no, Tam, here. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> hey, you, man, you're feeling dude, good, a, like like I'm jumping amazing, off a building. Man. You feel unstoppable. Is that is that what you mean? I, yeah, I feel unstoppable, bro. Okay. Dude, oh, I mean... Man. Five-game winning streak. De'Aaron Fox is playing like an MVP. Kings are winning basketball games. We're undefeated since the All-Star break. Like, can it get any better? Can it? We can, can win it? the finals, yeah. man. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not, Why not hey, bro? Enjoy the moment, man. We've been through I'm a enjoy- lot of misery I'm- over the past 16 years. Yeah, so bro, enjoy the moment, the man. Bullet. Don't jump off a building, but do something fun because <laughs> – I mean, we don't know how long hey, it will man. last. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But, hey, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it feels great. Yeah, man. It's just, man, so, 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 so good, man. Us right. fans deserve all this, man. Just amazing. You uh, you got any thoughts on Calvin's new haircut? Uh, I, didn't, I'm not, I didn't see it. I, I'm on spaces. I didn't see it. Oh, no, I haven't gotten it yet, man. There's, it's a oh. bet. That I made with Derek okay. here on the channel. If the Kings okay. finish fifth or better in the Western Conference this year, then I, I got to cut my hair on a live stream. And uh, oh, okay. the chat gets to decide what my haircut will be. So, Okay. That should be fun to see. 
<laughs> you got a suggestion? No, it's all cool. Whatever Can't get any worse. I just got a unicorn horn from Dylan. So you got a you got a ball <laughs> from Nick. You yeah. got a unicorn from Dylan. Tanvir, what do you think that Calvin? Sh- or I mean, what would your vote go for for the new haircut for Calvin? How about a mohawk? Okay. There we go. <laughs> like it. Calvin likes the mohawk. I like it. Shout out to Dirt and Rust. Also, he's he's got my back. What about a purple oh. mohawk? Sure. Why not? That'd why not, cool. man? We might have to bleach your hair first so that the purple shows up. I don't know. I think, yeah, maybe. Tanvir, how many wins do you think the Kings are going <laughs> to get this Shout out to Charles, year? who just joined in. Thanks, Charles. Always got what my What was that? Tanvir, did you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Say it again. Oh, how many, how many wins do you think the Kings are going to finish with this year? Bro, I don't know <laughs> when we're going to lose. I feel like we're going to win all, all 60 the games, wins, bro. right? Why not win all the games, bro? Why not? That would be incredible. That would be incredible. Oh, Us Kings fans, we're getting a little too high on our horses, Calvin. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hey, we're going to have to hey, don't worry. They'll get knocked down a, a notch or two here. We need to hang out with HB, dude. He yeah. needs to just tell <laughs> yeah. us all, like, don't get too high, don't or, get too or low. Keegan. Just keep playing. Just let us do our thing. But, dude, I, I definitely feel you. I know where you're coming from, Tanvir. Like, it feels amazing. It feels unreal. Like, it, this, yeah. it all feels like a dream right now. Yeah, it does definitely feel like a dream, bro. It was all bro. a dream. It was all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, man. well, uh, Calvin and I got to get back to the show. We got a couple more things to talk about. But, hey, uh, any thoughts on tomorrow's game? Hey, man, let's win. Like the beam tomorrow, bro. Why not? Like the game winning streak. Why you got not? A, you want to give me a key to the game for the Kings tomorrow? Uh, Just play the way we've been playing, man. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. Guard your man. Yep. Love it. All right, Tanvir, we appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate all your support. Love the new name on Twitter. Uh, and maybe we'll see you tomorrow. 100%. All right, buddy. See you, man. Have a good one, man. All right. I see Joseph is requesting to come up on stage. Joseph, would love to hear from you. We just got a couple more things to cover, and then we'd love to hear from you uh, regarding tomorrow's game. So, Calvin, I mean, you want to wrap up tonight's game? I see we got a bunch of people just joining in here. Shout out to Christian. Shout out to Charles. Charles is a member of the royal family. Yes, he is. So, we got to give Charles a or royalty. A special shout out because Charles is special. Uh, Mike's here. Mike Mike left for a while and he's back. Uh, also, we forgot to give a shout out to Young Zell for all the amazing. Oh music yeah, of course. He gives us here on the channel to use uh, during during the intro. So shout out to him. Uh, and Bouncer is here as well. Uh, I want to hear from you guys in the chat. Mike, did Mike say what what haircut he wants? Uh, I don't remember. Did Bouncer? I'm, I'm sure he's. I don't know if the bouncers suggested a haircut yet, actually. I think Charles said leave Calvin's hair alone. He did. Right? He did. But he said, that's not he said part leave of the bet. my damn hair alone. But that's not part of the bet, though. <laughs> I mean. Oh, uh, Mike says cornrows, of course. If, if, if Charles wants us to leave your hair alone, that means he wants the Kings to be the sixth seed. And I don't think he wants that. <laughs> He just wants a trim then, I guess. <laughs> okay, cornrows. 
I like it. I like it. Dreadlocks. Let's oh, man. Dreadlocks. I can't do dreadlocks. I'm sorry, you guys. It too Just too gross. Let's do it. Let's no, try it. No, I can't. What about for like a weekend? I can't. You can't do dreads for a weekend. Yeah. We'll put the gel in there and we'll <laughs> twist them and everything. We could have a lot of fun. Uh, Not enough white guys with dreads, says Christian. I couldn't agree more. Uh, but Calvin, you want to wrap up kind of the coverage of the game tonight and we can move on? <laughs> Full riffraff. Just overall <laughs> overall thoughts. Um, I think we still, you didn't go over your keys to the game yet. Uh, um, I did not do the keys to the game. So we'll we'll do those real quickly then and okay. just kind of wrap up the game. I mean, I, I hope everybody that's watching right now got to watch this game because, once again, it was a, a nail-biting finish, highly entertaining, close game. I don't know how many lead changes and ties there were in this game, but it had to have been a, a lot, a uh, crap ton. According to my stats, there were 34. 34, wow. Okay, that's a lot. Uh, my source is... <laughs> Trust me, bro. Trustmebro.com. Okay. <laughs> so keys to the game tonight were attack the paint. Um, the Clippers, whether it's missing Zubots or adding the, the new guys in at the trade deadline and they haven't really been able to kind of iron out all the kinks yet, they've had a little bit of a porous defense in the middle, and, and the paint has been very, very vulnerable. They're giving up over 60 points, over 61 points per game in the paint coming into this one in their last five. I think the Kings had, what, like 54, 56 tonight. Did a pretty good job uh, overall. Not, nothing like the 88-point explosion they had last Friday in the double overtime thriller. Uh, but the, the Kings did a good job of making sure that they attacked and getting to the free-throw line was the big one today, right? They might not have had more points in the paint than the Clippers did, but 26 of 26 at the foul line because they stayed in attack mode the whole time. Number two was battle of the bench. Uh, the Kings bench did not really do much in terms of scoring tonight. However, they were big defensively. Uh, they got a bunch of really, really important rebounds, and Trey Lyles hit some really key shots down the stretch in the fourth quarter. And then number three was Sabonis in the pick and roll. Uh, you saw it over the weekend when the Clippers played Denver. They ran pick and roll with Jokic and uh, Murray over and over and over and over again, and Jokic got good shot after good shot after wide-open shot in the paint. I thought that that was something that the, the Kings could do with Sabonis tonight. Malik Monk, eight assists. I, I have to think six or seven of them went to Sabonis. It was just dime drop after dime drop inside to Sabonis every time, uh, and that really got him going because the Clippers go to that zone. Um, they actually did a really good job of fronting Sabonis and taking the passing lanes away so that the, the Kings weren't really able to enter the ball into him where they like to give it to him. So Malik Monk being able to get him the ball off of that roll uh, was really key for, for him to get some some buckets. And uh, another fourth-quarter performance. Kings closed it out with some clutch free throws, forced a, a big Russell Westbrook turnover, yep. which was the icing on the cake for all the shit he was talking in this game. He did play pretty well, though, overall, yep. Russell Westbrook. Yep, they they, they needed him to step up today with all the guys out, so. You know what's wild? The Kings, but it wasn't enough. Suckers. The Kings are 9-1 this season against Eric Gordon and Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Teams. Yeah. 9-1. and one. 
That's wild. That is absolutely wild. Another huge win for the Sacramento Kings tonight, 126-128. Not as exciting as last week, but, hey, I love the game. I was happy with the result. Uh, same result tonight. Kings win, uh, and they're one game back from the two seed in the Western Conference. That's right, one game back from the two seed in the Western Conference. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely huge. Mike wants to know where this – Kings team ranks amongst all-time Kings teams. Oh, number one. Really? Yeah. You're putting them ahead of the, what is it, 2002 Sacramento Kings that should have won the NBA championship but were cheated out of it? Oh, you heard Tanvir. We're not losing again. Wow. Which means we're going to be the champs this year. Wow. They're they're good. They're, they've got to be up there. But I can't. They haven't won a playoff series yet. I can't put no, them above that team. Yeah, no, I agree with you. They're they're not above that team yeah. yet, but they do have potential to surpass that team. They definitely have potential. And this team there. is yes. younger. Yeah. It has less health issues as that team. As much as I did love that team, you know, we had uh, an amazing player in Chris Weber who was not, I don't want to say this in a bad way, but he wasn't in the front end of his career. I guess you could say, right? Yes, uh, I mean his. Bounced around he a had bit. he had great seasons in Sacramento, but yep. he wasn't uh, physically the same type of player that he was earlier exactly. in his career. Exactly. So, I mean, uh, yeah, Fox. I'm taking Fox over Bibby all day long. I would take Fox over Bibby too. Yeah, this is an incredible team, and guys, it's so young. This is like the first year of this team actually playing together, and, and look at the results. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, uh, but I feel something special. Um, and, and whatever they can accomplish this year, I think they're only going to build off of that next year. Uh, so happy, happy to see that. Uh, not much going on in Kings news, um, but we should talk about Mike Brown wins Western Conference Coach of the Month. Kevin, he's your and I favored for Coach of the Year, and I'm sure yes. a lot of people, especially in the chat here. Uh, what does this mean for the Kings? What does this mean for Mike Brown? It, it for the Kings, it means that they've got their their guy, the the, the culture changer that's going to make this team competitive for years to come. Uh, I mean, it, and for Mike Brown, you know, he's won Coach of the Year already. Yeah, like I, I don't know that winning Western Conference Coach fired. of the Month really is going to be. I'm sure he's happy about it. He's yeah. proud of the team that they're performing you know, to the ability that he's he's been working them towards in order for him to get this award. Yeah. But let's be honest, he doesn't really care about that. I think he had a month or two months to celebrate last time. Yeah. They're like, coach of the year, fired. <laughs> Not going to happen this time. So that's, yeah. that's definitely, definitely yeah. exciting. All right, let's talk about the next game. They play the Timberwolves tomorrow, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the team with the worst team name in the NBA, also the worst mascot. Uh, What is a Timberwolf? Yeah, Timberwolf. Uh, Sounds lame. Anyways, both teams are on a back-to-back. The Timberwolves played, what, Lakers tonight? Yes, and one in L.A. And they beat L.A., which I'm happy about, but they're not going to win tomorrow against the Sacramento Kings. Beat L.A. happened twice tonight. Calvin, give me your keys to the game tomorrow. Key number one, control the tempo. Both of these teams like to get up and down. The Kings, I think, are better at playing with pace than the Timberwolves. Minnesota averages over 15 turnovers per game. That is 28th or second to last in the NBA. 
So controlling the pace of the game and being able to force some turnovers to get out in transition, fast break points. Uh, we all know how much better the Kings play when they're able to do that. Number two, they did a great job of this today. They need to keep it rolling. Get to the fra- to the free throw line. Yep. Minnesota fouls a lot. They're one of the only teams that fouls more than than the Kings do. Um, <clears throat> they allow 26 free throw attempts per game. That is dead last in the NBA. Kings really took advantage of their free throws, their free money tonight, yep. hitting all 26. 100%. So they need to, to make sure that they do that again tomorrow. 100%. 100%. And then number three is going to be the Kings' third option. We all know uh, Fox and, and Sabonis are great and are going to continue to be great. When you look back at the Kings went to Minnesota and played a back-to-back there earlier this season, they lost mm-hmm. the first game. Terrence Davis didn't play in that game. Not saying that he is the key, but he didn't play in that game. Second game of that doubleheader, they won in overtime. Terrence Davis was a plus 16 in 16 minutes played with eight points. Defensive versatility. And Malik Monk had a big game in that one as well. 19 points and five assists off the bench. So who is going to be the guy that steps up and gives the Kings that third option? The starting lineup is really solid. Concrete all the way around. They're playing great. Yep. What makes the Kings a much different team and much more difficult to beat is when the bench steps up and plays really, really well. Malik Monk has done that for a few games now. Trey Lyles has been really solid. Who's going to be the guy that gives them that that third option, that scoring option off the bench? All good keys to the game. I definitely want to hear from Joseph here, but we got a question here in the chat first from Mike Monticello. He says, name the teams in the NBA whose name doesn't end with an S. Oh, wow. I can think of three. I got a... Thunder. Oh. The team with the worst name in the The NBA. The team with the worst name Um, in the NBA. You got the Thunder. You got the Jazz. Jazz. You got the Magic. Magic. You got the Heat. Yes. The Heat. I think that's it. That might be it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it, Mike. All right, let's hear from Joseph. Yo, 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 Joseph. How are you, buddy? Yo, I'm good. What's up? How's it going? Oh, feeling great, man. I, I don't feel like jumping off a building like Tanvir, but I feel pretty good. Hey, um, speaking of jumping off of buildings, uh, you know, check on check on the Clippers fans that you know. Uh, oh, oh, man. <laughs> but you're not wrong. Five straight losses. Like two, yeah. Uh, two losses by one point and three overtime losses. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're going through it right now, man. I feel sorry for that fan base. Uh, yeah, they got especially on pa- yeah, especially on paper, that team should theoretically be competing for a title, but they're just they're just a mess right now. But hey, we won. I don't care. Right, right. Throw some yeah. more shade at the Clippers. I love it. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about in the, the NBA? Clippers. Uh, it's pretty bad. Um, I think they're like bo- like Clippers are like boats, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. There, there's boats in Los Angeles, so <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have their own arena, man. Come on, for sure, dude. For sure, they're they're the stepchild of the Los Angeles sports scene. So. Yeah, somebody wrote in the chat a couple of days ago. Uh, 
Clippers fans are Lakers fans that can't afford Lakers tickets. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Ouch. Brutal but true. Brutal but true. True. All right. I'm going to try and stay on track here because I've been hopping all over the place tonight, Joseph. So let's talk about tomorrow's game against the Timberwolves, uh, the team with the worst mascot in the NBA. Uh, did you hear Calvin's keys to the game? Yeah, but I forgot him already. Something about the bench being good and, I don't know, defense or some shit like that. So. Number one, control <laughs> the tempo. Number two, yep, get to yep. the foul line. Number three, King's third option. Okay, that sounds that sounds good. Um, yeah, we played them We played them twice, like, not too long ago in two close games, so... I feel like it's 50-50, but, I mean, like Tanvir said, I don't think we'll lose, man. It's uh, We're on a roll. Uh, I feel like we're a different team since even the last time we played them. I just Everybody's clicking right now. Uh, they, they don't have a guy like Fox on their team, you know, so I'll give us the advantage, but uh, I think it'll be a tough matchup for sure. I mean, they've, they've uh, added uh, Mike Conley since, since we played them last. I don't know if that's a plus or a minus, but uh, I think they'll be tough. And uh, shout out to them for beating the Lakers. Right? Yeah, every, everybody's beating the Lakers. Sucks to be an L.A. sports fan right now, that's for sure. Yeah, but hey, hey, they want to play us in the first round. So, uh, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, you got to. <laughs> they got to make the first round first. Yeah, you got to oh, make yeah. it. You got to make it first. That's absolutely hilarious. How many, um, how many games do you think the Kings are going to win this year? Oh, uh, geez. I mean... <sighs> I thought 45 would be good, but I feel like they'll do better than that. That's only eight more wins. Uh, I'll go I'll go uh, 48. 48. Yeah, that sounds yeah, like a good That would be first. incredible. The, the schedule is not easy coming down the stretch oh, no. here. It, it's not easy not at for all. That, but for the uh, past four or five games either. So, yeah, I mean. No, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I tweeted before the game started today that it, ju- it almost feels wrong to go into every game expecting the Kings to win. But that's the state of where we're at right now. I expect them to win almost every time, no matter who yeah. they're playing. Sorry, I'm laughing because there's <laughs> somebody in the chat here that's, I don't know what kind of fan he is, but he, quote, unquote, the Kings are as. I like as. Maybe a little typo there. Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> He says, we know the Kings are frauds. Wow. This person sounds very, very emotionally damaged. What do you do, Joseph, when you, when you, run, into, uh, when you run into someone that's talking smack about the Kings? What, what do you say to them? Oh, man. I mostly ignore them. Um, you know, I let the, the games do the talking. I don't, I don't usually engage with too many trolls other than the Sometimes I'll block them. Sometimes I'll just tell them to shut up. Uh, depends on what fan they're a team of, too. So, you know, if they're a Lakers fan, they're, they're, uh, they don't have any room to talk right now. He says, we also know Sabonis fraud. Interesting. Yeah, they, they sound like uh, they don't know what they're talking about. I didn't know Sabonis was involved in any fraud. Maybe right? we'll find out. Maybe this will come out in the news. I, I sure hope that's not the case because that would be bad. Sabonis fraud. That would be really bad. Yeah, yeah, that would be really, really bad. Uh, I mean, dude, sometimes <laughs> you got to pay attention. Uh, oh, sometimes you just cheat them, he says. Okay, interesting. Yep. 
Um, I mean, sometimes you just have to ignore them. Other times, you know, you got to engage with the trolls a little bit, have some fun. I mean, as I was telling Tanvir, you know, these moments for us haven't come very often, so we got to enjoy them as much as we can. Absolutely. And you know how many friends I have that are fans of other uh, other teams and have talked so much smack to me? Dude, I'm, I'm in all the group chats right now just sending pictures of red velvet cakes. I'm, you know, <laughs> just sending all sorts of emojis and all sorts of stuff. I, I got to talk some shit, Joseph. Oh, yeah, for sure. You got it. Sometimes you just have to. You just have um, to talk some shit. You know what's funny, though? The Kings the kings are like a bee rabbit from 8 Mile. Like, we already know all the shit they're going to say about us. You know, so. <laughs> it's so true. Mom spaghetti. <clears throat> so true. But, yeah. He says, how would you not know Sabonis is trash? I don't know. Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I don't watch the games because that's how I don't know. But, uh, Joseph, so interesting. You know, you said 45 wins. Now you're reevaluating that. You know, how do you how do you stay level-headed when you're thinking emotionally, like myself, about this Kings roster and this Kings team, right? Because, I mean, we want to stay grounded. We don't want to get too high and too low, but we also want to celebrate the moments while we can. But at the same time, it's like it's it's human nature to readjust based on new information you're receiving and this Kings team has been playing incredibly incredibly well uh, I mean for me this season is already a success right yes I want them to make the playoffs yes I want them to go to win a first round series and go a little bit further but I already feel like this season is successful I feel like they already have something to build off of so you know how do you approach that in terms of staying grounded but also you know, reevaluating expectations. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, you kind of just got to go with what you're with what you're watching uh, game by game, um, and not try to get too low or too high. Like, obviously, we started off the season on a four game losing streak, and then the overreaction came. But then, you know, we, we settled down. We started winning. Went on some win streaks, and uh, you know, you just kind of evaluate the team as the season goes, and right now they're just they're rolling uh, through through pretty much like the league. Um, like you said, it's already been a success. Everything else is like house money. Uh, obviously, we still got to make the playoffs, um, but you know, it just in this stretch alone, you know, people saying the schedule's tough. Obviously, it's tough, but you know, we're rising to the occasion. We're, we're beat at the Clippers are a good team. You know, I mean, they haven't been lately, but they have a lot of depth and good players and we're beating them. OKC is a young up and coming team. We beat them twice. Obviously they're missing a lot of guys. I just feel like you have to look at every game as it's 50, 50 right now. Uh, we can, we can beat anybody. We can also be beat by anybody. Um, you know, and just, you just gotta, you gotta have fun and enjoy it. And, uh, and just believe in your team. And uh, I think that's just a good way to approach it. Yeah, it's a great Wise way words, to say. man. I couldn't have said it better myself. Absolutely. All right, uh, Joseph. The real question that everybody wants to know: we're uh, we're talking about having a pizza eating contest with Nick All next right. month when we come in for the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? Ooh. I yeah. I know you uh, used to work, yes, at Roundtable. Yeah. Right? Yep. So. Question number one, favorite pizza, 
or pizza toppings? And question number two, are you in for the pizza eating contest? Um, let me answer question number two first. Uh, I've actually become lactose intolerant oh. in the past several years. So I still eat pizza, uh, just not a lot. Uh, I think a PGA competition would probably kill me. That's that's fair. That's totally fair. Dude, a pizza eating contest without a death is 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 not <laughs> it's entertaining. It's not a real pizza eating you contest. You know, like we need people dying on the yes. floor to make it interesting. <laughs> not a real contest until somebody dies. Right. Right. Um yeah, I I could suffer through a couple slices, but after that I just I got to call it quits, man. Okay. Um, Will you be the official then? Oh yeah. Oh sure, I could be the official. Um for my favorite pizza, I'm I'm usually like a white sauce pizza guy, so like a, like a garlic chicken or like a gourmet veggie or something for talking round table. Um, I, I like Hawaiian. Uh, I don't know if that's controversial or not, but I do. I don't like the Maui Zowie. That sauce is trash. Yep, the sauce <laughs> is trash. Yep, I agree that's with that hundred percent. Real recognizes well, real. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'd go with like a garlic chicken, something like that. I like that. Um, Joseph, have you ever had the, those, like, Amy's pizzas? Uh, no. I know what you're talking about, though. In the in the freezer aisle? They have, they have like, a lactose intolerant Amy's pizza that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I've tried. I've definitely tried some different, like, uh, non-dairy cheeses and stuff. I, I, I manage. I'm not suffering, you know. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying we could we could set you up with a couple of those for the pizza eating contest if you if you don't want to miss out on the fun. <laughs> sure. <man. laughs> how many how many pizzas do you think you can put down? Because Nick says he can do a hundred, so we're we're looking for someone that can do maybe a hundred and one or a hundred and two slices or whole pizza. His exact quote was a hundred pizzas. I don't know if that means slices or full pizzas. I can never tell uh, with Nick, but uh, I'll I'll let I'll let Nick have that one, man. Uh, <laughs> Referee, it is. <laughs> oh, we got a contender. Mike says he can do 102 whole pizzas. Okay, that sounds good. Well, hey Joseph, we appreciate you for hanging out tonight. You got any last words for the royal family out there? Light the beam. Yes, sir. Light the beam. Light the beam. All right, Joseph. Hopefully we'll see you tomorrow after the Kings uh, beat down the Minnesota Timberwolves. We're still For sure. All right, buddy. Have yeah. a good night. Good night. Oh, man, dude. We. I mean, I think we were going to have to do this pizza eating contest. Maybe yeah, I we're have to have be involved. To. Uh, how are you not? You're I was going to sit this one out. I was you? hoping I was going to be like the documenter guy, you know, like the, um, what, what are the people that like do the, um, they like, what you're going to write a blog about it. Like, okay. So for example, like, you know, bear grills, right. He goes yeah. like into fucking nature and he yes, does, yes. there's a camera person with him. Maybe I'll be that guy. You're just going to be the, the videographer. Yeah. No, dude, you got to be in the contest. What? I can't eat 102 pizzas. That's okay. Because Mike can. We're going to find out. Oh, score. I'll be the scorekeeper. We're going to find out. Scorekeeper. Yeah. No, I think that's uh, that's what Joseph oh, is doing. Oh, Joseph. Okay. All right. Oh, I mean, let me think about it. I got to work on my technique. 
Uh, I'm going to watch some old Joey Chestnut videos. Uh, maybe I mean, you you talk about pizza more than Nick does. So I, if anybody's going to beat Nick, it should be you. Yeah, but I I like to enjoy my pizza. Well, I mean, but if okay, well, I'm I'm not saying I'm not going to do it. I just got to figure out what my technique's going to be because I don't want to show like, dude, I'm not going to. Are you going to dump your pizza in water and get it maybe, all soggy and maybe we'll see? I'm just Calvin. I mean, I'm not the guy that's going to ride the bench and play four minutes a game. And oh, like miss you, a shot and have an assist, like dude, I want to be, I want to be a starter. I want to be putting up big points. I want points, winners. Highlight dunks. Like, I, if I'm in the contest, I'm in the contest. So I just, I gotta, I gotta figure it out. Well, you got a month. Training starts now. I gotta figure it out. I gotta figure it out. He's gonna be running around trying to catch a chicken with pizza in his hand. Dude, <laughs> you know I played golf today, and I got, I got sunburned. I got really sunburned because it was like. It was really sunny when we started. Then it like drizzled just a little bit, and then it was overcast for the rest of the day. And you know what it is? The over, oh yeah, it gets the you every time. Days. You're like, oh, the sun's gone. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, it's so nice <laughs> out. Oh, this is great. And then you get like the most roasted ever. I saw Bouncer was in the chat here earlier saying that I looked extremely happy today, uh, and I guess I'm happy now because the Kings won. Because I was not happy during golf. Oh man. <laughs> It was rough, dude. It was a rough day of golf. I mean, I was... Uh, At least it wasn't that windy. Yeah. It's every, been so crazy windy yeah. lately. Yeah, I wish it was windy because then I would have had an excuse. <laughs> Everything was going right, dude. Everything was going right. I had to like adjust my shot to go left, and then it would kind of curve a little bit into that, the that's middle. when it all go down goes downhill man. oh when yeah you adjust your yep. shot yep. to go left yeah so i um i normally don't keep score i'm like i'm like the guy from caddyshack right where oh he, yeah he doesn't how do you measure yourself against other players by by, by height. height um i normally keep track of how many balls i lose that that's how yeah. i keep score uh lost track today of how many balls yeah you lost oh that's not a good day yeah I found some balls in the bushes, though, so I, that's I, I always, got that's always I got come plenty up. in my bag because yeah. I'm playing again on Monday. Um, but yeah, rough, rough day of golf. Man, frustrating. Golf is so frustrating. Oh, it is incredibly. It really is. And you know, the most frustrating thing was I got paired up with this dude uh, from somewhere in Canada. I don't know. All the names sound the same to me. Uh, Saskatchewan, Ontario, or something like that. Um, Saskatchewan and Ontario are two different places, but he had like, he was French or something. So he had like this, like probably crazy, Ontario, crazy accent. Yeah. Um, and the thing about it was his shot was ugly. It was so bad, dude. It was, a it was a really, really ugly shot. Like Charles Barkley. Oh, worse, worse, worse. worse. Like this, how can like that this, be worse? Like this behind around and crazy shot. Wow. And so we tee off, right? And I'm like, I see him tee off, and I'm like, I, I said to to Chris, who was with me, I was like, this guy's making me feel better about my shot, you know? <laughs> the the mf'er he was beat you, hitting huh? it straight every time, yeah. and mine yeah. was not. And, uh, dude, so I I've golfed quite a bit, but I've never um, I've never seen a golfer with uh, the putter that he was using. Have you ever seen the people that like putt forward? Yes, I have. Yeah, he had one of those super long putters. Yeah. It was crazy. I was like trying not to laugh. And uh he was knocking them down every time, wasn't he? I was putting better than him oh, actually. Okay. I my dude, my short game's pretty good. 
and uh, I, I got some compliments. People were like, wow, you, you're playing pretty good, like not driving well. Yeah. Uh, but That's how I always play. I can't yeah. hit it off the tee to save my life, but irons and the, sh- the short game, I'm yeah. actually not that bad. I was a putt-putt champion early on in my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens on Monday. But, yeah, well, he was telling luck. me about the club. He's like, so I got this putter. He's like, and, yeah, my friends were giving me a hard time and making jokes and all in his French accent, which I'm really bad at French accent, so I'm not even going to try. Um, but he's like, but then I started making it, and now, like, four of my friends all do the same and have the same putter. It's super tall, dude. The putter came up to, like, here on him. And I was like, yeah, that's great and all. But I was like, you know, the problem with that is you got to bring clubs everywhere. Yeah. He can't rent clubs. Nope. So he's got to bring clubs every single way that he goes. That's expensive. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely yeah. crazy. But, hey, welcome in, Afghan. Well, that's uh, we got a big weeks ahead of ourselves then next week. I'm I'm playing in a basketball league oh. in Wailuku. Oh, you signed up? I did. Okay. It's going to be the first Damn. competitive league that i've played in in probably like five years stretch dude oh you're telling me yeah stretch you're telling me man what days are these mondays and wednesdays okay awesome so that's exciting dude yeah that's really exciting well hey if uh you have an important game and we need to twitter space you in you know we got options uh first game is next wednesday at eight o'clock so that's always. oh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna miss a king's game yeah. It, the schedule actually miraculously lines up pretty well. There's only like two oh, yeah, games. Next week we're what, Monday, Thursday yeah. or something? Yeah. And then the week after that, we're well, we got two early games on the road. On the fifteenth, we play the Bulls. Yeah. That's an early game. Yeah. Uh and then who's tagging stuff up here? But yeah, man, I'm I'm coming for that league. Apparently there's a team that's won it eight times in a row or the last eight years or something like that. So uh not anymore. Not this year. MVP. MVP. I'm coming for him. Okay. I like it. Uh, thank you, Tanvir. Uh, this is from Jason Anderson from the Sacramento Bee. Oh, did you hear? I heard, um, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard a rumor that uh, Rashawn Holmes is suing the Sacramento Bee for publishing incorrect yes. information. I, d- I don't think that's a rumor. I think that's actually true. Pretty wild. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I can't say I blame him. Yeah. I mean. Because w- you remember when the story yeah. came back? It yeah. was like, what, what was it, like domestic violence or something? And the Yeah, there there was a lot of. Pretty wild. I mean, I, I don't know uh, enough facts to really, you know, give anyone um, solid piece of information. But there was a lot of accusations being thrown around at that time. Yeah. Um, and if I was Rashawn, I would definitely feel slighted. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, I don't like the Sacramento Bee because they uh, don't let me read their webpage without paying. Yeah, screw those guys. And I'm not going to pay for every single webpage that I read. I mean, if I... Okay, I'll give you an example. If... If there was like a like a YouTube channel or something that I like watched after like my favorite team played every game, mm. maybe I'd be more inclined to like maybe subscribe for like a membership. You know, if they had two different options, you know, like a a dollar yeah, then maybe I'd be like, okay, yeah. If I really like the channel and I want to be a big supporter, maybe I'll be the VIP for nine ninety nine, and yeah. maybe I'll buy T shirts at, at their website. Um, yeah. which is in the corner of and the screen. I get to text the guys that do the show. Yeah. Anytime I want. 
Exactly. Um, or if I'm just like, oh, this channel is pretty cool. Like I like supporting them. I like supporting my Kings. Uh, you know, maybe I'll sign up for the $1.99 membership because I get my name in green and I get a special symbol next to my name and I get a special access to certain videos and stuff pretty like that. Pretty cool emojis, gifts. Exactly. I would, I would be a little bit more inclined. But, you know, because I am... I read so many websites. I don't have like a go-to website that's there after every single game. That's always there and always available and always talking to me and always. all that, you know? So like, I don't really pay for the Sacramento Bee. So I'm kind of upset with the Sacramento Bee at the moment, but uh, this is from Jason Anderson. Deer and Fox is the third player in Kings franchise history with a streak of eight consecutive 30 point games, joining tiny Archibald. Three times. And Oscar Robertson. And that guy could score. Six those times. Guys. He joins Luka Doncic and Giannis Antetokounmpo as the only players in the NBA to do it this season. Wow. And Calvin. Star Fox. This streak is ongoing. It is a... Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Luka, Mike. Sorry. It is a uh, not... It's not over. That's right. It's not over. So it can continue tomorrow. The the jersey's not coming off until it's over. Do you think he continues the streak tomorrow? Yeah, I do. Do you wash that jersey? No, not, not, during, the not during the streak. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts on um, Luka Doncic and his new, uh, his new sidekick? Kyrie Irving? Yeah, whatever you want to call him. What are my thoughts? Yeah. I mean, they won a game uh, last night. They did, and I got I got a bunch of text messages like Kyrie and Luca above taking over the league, and I'm like, yeah, they well look, dude, I, I mean, dude. I said it before, you know, before they played a game together, they're gonna be hard to stop on offense. They're gonna score a lot of points, dude. They're two and five in the last seven games, but their problem is they don't play defense. They yeah. they won yesterday. They all they gave up 126 points. They had to score 133 to win. They're not the Kings. Yeah, they suck, dude. They don't. They're not going to score 133 every game like that. Like the Bean Team. Do you think that uh, Kyrie resigns? No, I don't. I didn't think he was going to resign when they traded him there. I, I, I just don't see that happening. Where does he go and why? I still think he ends up with the Lakers. Okay. I, I just. So you uh, feel you like that's where Bouncer he wanted here. to go all along. You ground, you agree with Bouncer here? Yeah, I do. Do you think that money matters to him? Yeah, I think it matters. Like, do you like how much does it factor into his decision? I have no idea, man. I, I mean, like if like okay, here's, he's here's the, an example. He's the type of guy that would come out and say, "I would, I'll play for free as long as I get to play with LeBron," and then. He'll end up with LeBron, and he'll be like, "I'm, sit, I'm sitting enough. out because my contract sucks, and I, I want it to be restructured." I mean, that's he just what he with al the Nets. he always says one thing and does the other. Always, that's what happened with the Nets. So I, I have no idea what he's expecting yeah. in a contract. I think. I mean, I'm sure he still has to think of himself as one of the best players in the NBA, so he's going to want top dollar, I which I goes, know the Lakers yeah. can't give him right now. I think now. he goes to whatever team pays him. And maybe that is the Maybe. They're, well, they're definitely that, in an advantage. That, yeah. That's, have an advantage over other teams, that's right? Because the they I'm can offer him more. That's yes. the point I'm trying to make, is the Mavs kind of screwed themselves in this situation 
because if it works out, it's good and it works out. Yeah. But if it doesn't work out, it could be really bad for them. And the fact that they gave up so much to get them to get him means that I think that they are going to be forced to offer him a big contract. And if nobody else offers him a big contract, I think he stays. Maybe. I, I just think that he regrets leaving LeBron in the first place. He's been kind of chasing that thing ever since. That's why he went to Brooklyn with Durant. What If, the, if he watches Kevin Durant win a title with the Suns this year, yeah. I, think he, I think he's not going to care about money. Okay. Charles says, I don't know if Kai is a cancer if he gets what he wants. I think he wants a ring, and he's not getting one of those. I agree. Not without LeBron. I, I don't know. I, I, Kyrie must be a really, really good poker player. That's all I got to say. Probably. Because I have no idea what he's thinking. Anyways, any last thoughts on the Timberwolves game before we end the stream tonight, Cal? Street continues. Light the beam. If you have any advice for the Timberwolves for tomorrow's game, any keys for them, what would it be? Um, no, man, I got nothing. Pack there. light. Pack light. Um, I would say enjoy the weather because they're getting out of Minnesota, but I know it's been super cold in California, Northern California too, so maybe they can't really get outside and, and have some fun. Uh, you know, maybe just catch a, catch a Royal Rebounds post game. Bouncer's uh, on, the, on the plane ride the home. Stream. He says, we're already ending the stream? Man, you, you got here late, dude. We've we've been going for over two hours already. <laughs> yeah, it's been a good one. It's been a good stream. Anyways, thank you guys so much. We appreciate everybody uh, that took time to uh, hang out with us today. We know there's a lot of different options out there. Uh, with King's <laughs> content, we know there's a lot of different options. Just, you know, to take your time. We're living in an attention economy, so we appreciate you all so much. Central Valley Kings, Dirt and Rust, Afghan, Alfie Man, Mike, Bouncer, Charles. Thank you guys so much for hanging out today. Hopefully, we'll see you all tomorrow. Don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. And... Stick around here for a few moments if you can. After the stream's over, it'll forward you to tomorrow's stream. Make sure you smash the like button for that one and put in your prediction. All right, guys. Have a good night. And in the meantime, go Kings. That's my bouncer right there. Keegan Murray.